You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. Throughout the course of our intro there, Jacob DeGrom got another hit. That's pretty sweet when, like, you're a pitcher and you get more RBIs. Not a bet. So it's like you beat them by yourself. You say he's a pitcher. Yeah. Not a belly itcher. They still say that? Today's I-9 Varsity, best chance. Ooh. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, this, that's off time ahead. Let me put that down on a note. Yeah, you're going to forget because we're going to do it in three hours. <laughs> I do forget a lot. You don't have the greatest brain. What? I wasn't listening. See? Greatest chance. All right, we got it. Good morning, Albuquerque. My name is Fred Slow. I will be alongside you for the next three hours, and alongside me is my best friend in this broadcast booth, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. Good morning, my dude. How you be? I feel good. I'm going to arguably say I'm on the best run I've been on in years. I'm proud of you. I'm going to unarguably say, so don't try to argue it. I wasn't planning on Okay. I am on such- That's not a hill I'm going to die on, how bad you're doing. Today's I-9 Varsity Famous Hills. <laughs> How many segments are we going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go with Grant. I'm going to put Grant on the list. Hamburger. Oh, gosh, no. Lauren. <laughs> Making it all happen behind the glass today. Mike Vital. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How about making eggs on the sidewalk today? Try it. Huh? Oh, gosh. <laughs> We were getting ready to start the show, and Michael burst in through the door like Kramer on a Seinfeld episode, and he says, 120 in Vegas today. <laughs> Triple digits everywhere. <laughs> There's your weather report live for the Dawn Copter, Mike Vitale. Free of charge. <laughs> going to be a hot one today in Albuquerque. Scorcher, even. 97. Can you be poolside? Be poolside. Creeping up on triple digits in the Duke City. Is I do believe that three degrees is close enough to call it creeping up. Yeah. Yeah. If you told me 95, I said, nah, it's mid-90s. As an expert on creeping. Okay. Like, Let me tell you, you're correct. So I'm not an expert on creeping, but I'm a big Radiohead fan. Okay. So I know that amount. Uh, also, I'm a TLC guy. So I know that amount of creep as well. So that. Two different types of creep. Both excellent in their own way. Sure. Yeah. We need to talk sports today because that's our job. But first, I had a, an epiphany this morning. Ooh, I want to hear about it. It's sports related. We're in the golden age of celebrity boxing. That's your epiphany? Yes. <laughs> I'm obsessed with celebrity boxing. It's my favorite thing that has ever happened. I you did, oh. did they take a page from the uh, WWF or WWE? I think the uh, Logan or whatever guys. I think way more than a page. Like Lo- the whole, they took the whole playbook. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. 
Well, Logan Paul was at WrestleMania just weeks before he faced off against Floyd Mayweather last week on Sunday, which we thought was Saturday, because that's how unimportant it was to me until I watched it. Because I watched it. I watched it in its entirety. Unironically? Because that's the kicker right there, right? So I started ironically. Okay. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh-huh. But then I saw a little rope-a-dope. I don't know any other boxing terms. So I saw... Just like the one that I recognized. Were they jabbing? There was a knockout, supposedly. Well, I don't believe there was in the one that I... about the ring girls? That's a good one. Those are some knockouts. I wouldn't know, though, because I didn't watch. I called you to see if you were watching, and you laughed maniacally (laughs) like a Mark Hamill version of the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said, no. I'm not going to give any money to Floyd Mayweather... Or especially whichever Paul it was. Which Paul was it? Logan. Logan. Yeah, not Paul Paul. Not like... Not Chris. Peter and Mary were not involved. Hey, Paul. See what he did there. Yeah. Today's varsity. (laughs) American folk songs. Today's varsity. I'm excited for the next Paul fight. When he fights somebody that actually will fight him, Floyd May- he, Mayweather was just toying with him. Put on a show. Hey, he was just toying with him. Fred, why are you talking about him and Mitchell and how he's the greatest of all time in Utah? Because he's not. That's why we're not talking that. When you watch something like boxing or MMA, and there's doesn't there have to be something on the line? I know, I know that this was obviously there was no judges in the fight. That was kind of weird. So there's no winner. And to me, that's kind of a joke because there's got to be something on the line in whether it's boxing or MMA to make it at least somewhat inter- interesting. <sighs> Here's well, what there were two big winners. Yeah. Yeah. The bank accounts of Floyd May- Mayweather and whichever yeah. Paul it was. So I thought you were going to say us – and the friends we made along the way. Oh, okay. Well, that definitely. Yes. Oh, definitely. Now, one time, one time, the Fonz had to get on his motorcycle and jump over a pool to prove his coolness. And in that pool, there was a shark, Van. Mm-hmm. And this is called, in the history of television, this is called Jumping the Shark. I'm familiar. Because this is when Happy Days... Went from Sunday, Monday, happy days to something else. When they jumped the shark. There you go. Yeah. And I thought, we are now at the precipice of celebrity boxing. I think, I I wouldn't say the precipice. I think this is a renaissance. Thank you. If you will. Because it's just going to keep happening and happening and happening. The real boxers are just throwing up their hands like, hey, what about us? We're actually good at this. Like, watch us do the thing. We're professionals. We've been training our whole lives. Quit giving millions of dollars to these losers when we're here. You're insanely correct. Yeah. These poor guys. Because. Tyson Furry. Yeah. He, uh, he's very upset. He had to go to WWE to get paid. <laughs> Is that how you say his last name? Yes. 
This is like when really talented musicians see quote unquote music these days and they're like, no, what about talent? What about capability? Right. Yeah. What about, what about me? Can you, can you imagine like what's next? Like celebrity softball games You're being aired every night on television. So the wide world of sports, which was owned by ABC, which is now owned by ESPN, used to do that. They used to do like fish out of water stuff. Where it would be like, hey, watch Terry Bradshaw bowl. And you'd be like, yeah. heck yeah! <laughs> I will do that. Watch Muhammad Ali paint. Do you watch celebrity bowling? Or, I mean, celebrity. Do you watch bowling at all? Have you seen bowling in the last like five or six years? Not since uh, old Pete retired. Pete Weber? Yeah. He just retired like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been watching him until five minutes ago? My whole life. <laughs> A big bowling guy. There's a lot of pop right now in bowling. Yeah, who's the next Pete? The next Pete Weber. So they're all clones of each other now. So that's a talented guy. Pete Weber? World-class bowler. Yeah. Invented the best barbecue grill. You you just you get you get right out in front of me sometimes. <laughs> so perhaps celebrity boxing jumped the shark yesterday. <laughs> Okay. When it was at the pinnacle. The pinnacle's the top. Oh, I thought you were talking like the pinnacle hotel and casino. It was at the pinnacle. That's where you thought the fight was yeah. yesterday? No, no. I believe it was um it was in Atlantic City. Oh. That's where the pinnacle's at. Did, I is it? <laughs> Hold on, let me Google this. I don't think that's an actual hotel what you're describing. So, Google says there are, f- I have four results for the Pinnacle Hotel. Okay, where are they at? There's one in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, they weren't there. There's one in Athens, Greece. I don't know if you pronounced that correct. Athens? Is that not how you say the word? I don't know. Or Greece. Did I say Greece wrong? I, I'm, the only Greece I know is John Travolta. Whistler, British Columbia. And also... In North Vancouver. Yeah, I see. I told you. A lot of pinnacles. None of those places are destination hotel stays for me. Not yet. You just heard about them. Why would I go to University of Georgia to stay at a pinnacle hotel? Another pinnacle hotel in Palm Beach, Florida. But that one's like not associated. (laughs) So yesterday... Lamar Odom. Who do you know, Lamar Odom? Are you familiar with Lamar Odom? The the guy from the Kardashian yeah, show? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Now, he grew up in the streets. He grew up hard in New York City. Sure. Okay. I actually used to work with a guy that played high school basketball with him on the same team. Yeah. Super small world. I worked at a t-shirt factory for Nike. And we used to make NCAA Final Four like event shirts. So like when the Final Four would get set at whatever, like 9 p.m., we would print all of the shirts immediately. Right. And then send them to finish line or whatever. Back in the day when you were a eight-year-old Chinese boy. Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a majority of them were made like in Mexico. Seriously. And then you. But we made like the front runner ones. Like the. Yeah. 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 Then they, they mail them here. Yeah. Then you put the made in USA tag on it. Assembled. Yeah. <laughs> Assembled in the USA. Assembled in the United States of America. And hey, you know. Oh. During World War II. Okay, I probably do. But I tell you, you know, I have a degree in historical studies. That's not a joke. That's a real thing. 
historical studies yeah. at uh, Washington State University. All, uh, the 100% true statement. Is Wowza. It, is it legit? I mean, it's hanging on my wall. Oh, okay, good. I, uh, I, I did not know that. <laughs> In World War II, you weren't supposed to do business with the Axis countries. Yes. Or the countries that do business with the Axis countries. Okay. But a lot of manufacturers still got deals in Japan in a town called USA that was spelled USA. So when they made your product, it said made in USA, but it was actually USA Japan. I did not know that. Yeah. So what, what did they make there? Some good your history degree did. You didn't know that. Are you talking about trivial facts? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> When we get back, I'm going to tell you who Lamar Odom beat up and why it's ruined celebrity boxing. Please do. Also, I meant to get this out, but I didn't transition well, so I'm going to do it before we go to break. No, I'm going to do it as soon as we get back. Dame Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. We're having a drink. We're having it downtown at Bourbon and Boots. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. Also, text us, 505-246-0610, FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're talking celebrity boxing. Before we do, the reason there's so much celebrity boxing right now, man, is because the world is reopened. The world is spinning again. How about yours? And if you want to do something here in town, like if you're like, I got to get out of the house. These, these damn kids. These damn neighbors. I'm, gonna give, I'm about to give you some options, okay? Okay. So I had a conversation yesterday with my friend Rich Baca, who, if you are not familiar, make sure that the uh, bourbon boots over there exist downtown. Heck of a spot. So tonight, live country music, 8 to 12. So Daniel Solis is down there. Stoked. If you're not familiar, go check. The, it's the perfect country vibe. If that's what you're into tonight, that's your spot. Say you go hard all night and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to recover on Sunday morning? They're doing brunch, 11 to 2 tomorrow. Scorpio season playing a variety as well. Sunday afternoon, Craig Miller playing, 3 to 6. And then Wednesday, live music, Shapeshifter. Thursday, Craig Miller again. Friday and Saturday, live country, 9 to 12. That's Plain Jane. We're going to be live from Bourbon and Boots next weekend. I'm excited for that. I'm very excited for that. So we'll make sure we hit that lineup again before the end of the show. I want, but, some, I want some waffles. Do they have waffles? I I mean, they have a kitchen. I would assume they could prepare waffles. I want some waffles. They have like a full-on kitchen. Like waffles or like some fruit and whipped cream? Bar food I'm into, but I'm not into like bar food. I want like restaurant food at a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of vibe they provide. Correct. Yeah. Nachos, you mean? I'm into nachos. Breakfast nachos? You have breakfast nachos? I've never heard of that. It's nachos with breakfast stuff on it. Like scrambled eggs? Yeah. Scrambled eggs and, and bacon. bacon. Yeah. Gravy? Yeah, you put gravy if you want. I would do that. Went to Mario's the other night for dinner. You been to Mario's? A long time ago. It's good. It's like heavy on the grease, but it hits right. Yeah. 
They had like a Italian, Italian, Italian nacho. Uh, well, let's ask Vital. Which, which one, one, which is, one it? is it? Which one is Italian. it? Uh? Well, I, I can, Italian? I can't quite hear it. Uh, I think he's saying uh, Italian. I Italian. I. Ital- Italian. I, you're saying all of them. Yeah, which one are you saying? Pick one. Italian. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. It's Italian. Text with us. We'll text with you. 505-246-0610. We're having a lot of fun on the texter. The way they got the best uh, pizza Mario's, the sauce is to kill. They do. Good sauce? Yeah, it's a good sauce. Okay. little saucy boy. We're giving away tickets on the texter. Did you see that? Did you get the email on that? Tickets to what? All right. So if you text the texter, okay... 505-246-0610. If you text us foo... The same as... The phone number. It's the same as the phone number. So if you already had the phone number saved, you're set. Sweet. Use the same one. Yeah. So if you text Foo, F-O-O, we're going to put you in a drawing for Foo Fighters tickets. Cool. Exciting. Oh, but, but Fred, I don't like alternative rock and grunge rock makes me because it wasn't my cup of tea. Don't worry about it. Just text me Brad. We'll put you in Brad Paisley drawing too. Oh. Yeah. So 505-246-0610, text Foo or Brad to the program. And I, I mean, we'll we'll put you in a drawing for some tickets. That's it. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to opt in. You know. I mean, I guess low key, I'll have your phone number. I you need to have a comfort level with me personally, and be able to see your phone number. I don't have to answer a tri- you can, trivia question. Yeah, no trivia questions. We're just gonna put you in a drawing. You can text anonymously though. You don't have to put your name. So Fred's gonna keep your phone number, but he don't know who it is. No. If you send like a funny GIF, I'll be like GIF GIF. Jif. If you I send, Italian. Yeah. Uh. If. Italian. I mean, I'll, look at, I'll have a little giggle with you. Now, if you want a sure thing, if you don't want to be in a drawing. If Wait, you, can you send Jifs over the text line? I'm going to say yes. Let's try it out. 505-246-0610. Give me what you got. S- send us your favorite Jif. Or GIF. That's really a game I enjoy. I have some text message threads that are only Jifs or GIFs. Don't send us peanut butter. No. No. No, not not Jiffy. Yeah. Because you're not a choosy Jif. kid. No. <laughs> Peter Pan. If you don't want to be entered in a drawing, you just want to be a big winner today, make sure you tune in at the 10 o'clock hours. We'll be joined by New Mexico United CEO and President Peter Travisani to talk about the big game tonight, and we'll be giving away a couple tickets to the game, Van. So that'll be an exciting thing. So two tickets to the United game tonight. If you're tuned into your boys at 10 a.m., listen to us talk about the game. They're playing the Austin Bold, I believe, and it's Pride Night over at the venue, which is, it's called the, what's it called? Pride on the Pitch. There we go, Pride on the Pitch. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Back to sports. I could tell you wore your Pride shirt today. Wearing my Pride shirt. My New Mexico Pride. Back at it. The So, Celebrity Boxing, which I thought was at an all-time high on Sunday, um, really had a fall from grace as it had an all-time low yesterday as former hoodlum um, and Kardashian Lamar Odom uh, just beat the crap out of Nick Carter's little brother. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys has a little brother who has a Mike Tyson-inspired face tattoo, I guess. I, I don't know how to describe this thing. 
Anyways, beat him up in the second round. It was the biggest uh, debauchery in the thing. And you're like, but Fred, no one watched that. How do you even know about that? You're only saying no one watched it because a million people bought the Paul Mayweather pay-per-view fight. Sure. A million of them. You think Aaron Carter looks like the before pitcher at a methadone clinic? I know that. I don't think it. <laughs> I believe he had a hit. I believe he had a hit song. I couldn't tell you what it is. Lamar Odom was the sixth man of the year. Won two ships. Aaron Carter sung I Want Candy. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I want candy. No? He, you missed Well, I know the real song. I didn't know he had a cover. He had a cover. That Mayweather Paul Bout brought in 50 mil in pay-per-view values. 50 mil. That's it? How much was it? I guess 50 like bucks. Two, was, bu- two bucks? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a there's a million buys, and they brought in $50 million. I, mean. I wouldn't have bought it with, like, the change I find in my couch. No one keeps change in their pockets anymore. That's not a thing anymore. I keep two quarters in my pocket. For, what? For parking. It's a, well, th- it's a thing I do. No, you don't. I do. It takes the card. I know. Card takes too long. So I always have quarters, either uh, two quarters in my pocket. I always got a little change in my cup holder. That's an Alanis Morissette lyric. For, You're uh, doing Alanis Morissette right now. <laughs> I always have change for uh, the parking meters or the you know street people. Do you wait through on the meter? Like as I put my card in and just hit green, 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 and then walk away. I just assume it works. No, I wait. I stare it down. Oh, see. I make sure it works. Nobody's got time for that. I do, apparently. Why do you say street people instead of home free like I do? (laughs) Home fluid. (laughs) That's a good one. See, that sounds way better. You can be on a public relations staff. Person of the street. I like That's that's like a person who has wits about them. I saw a guy with no pants yesterday. I saw he had, guy, a, he had a shirt and no pants walking around downtown. I saw a guy this morning just walking backwards down the middle of the street. Oh, you got shin splints? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've been running a little too much, guy? <laughs> yeah, this guy was just Donald ducking it down downtown with a shirt and no pants. First of all, very good verb. <laughs> Donald ducking? Very good verb. By the way, when you see the Aaron Carter taking on Odom, it's crazy. It's like seeing a six-year-old guy wailing on his 18-year-old brother. And he's got 10 inches on him. He's 10 <laughs> inches taller than him. Yeah. And I don't even think, which one? Aaron Carter is six foot tall either. No, I don't either. He's probably got a foot on him. He did windmill swings. If Micah Frankel was on the show, he'd be like. He would be very disappointed. He'd be very disappointed. Yeah. I know that boxing is not his number one, number one. He'd be like, no, those are hammer fists. I'm like, no, I've seen this on the playground. That's classic Bart Simpson windmill approach. I'm just, I can't handle it right now. Celebrity boxing was so good just six days ago, and now it's the <laughs> worst thing ever. Is it? Was it good, though? I told you I watched it. Yeah, I know. It doesn't mean it was good. It does mean that I only tune in to the highest forms of entertainment. So we're going to do celebrity boxing is what you're saying. Okay, so forget Greatest Chance. All right, Greatest Chance is out as today's I-9 Varsity. 
Today's new I-9 Varsity is celebrities we want to see box, okay? Mike Vital versus Steve Stucker. <laughs> That's my first. How about Mike Tyson? He needs to do more fights like this and get a social media personality oh, out God. there and knock him out. That'd you, be worth them. That'd be worth something. See, Tyson, I would like that because Tyson wouldn't take it easy on him. Yes, he would. He just did. Like Floyd Mayweather did. He literally just did this the other day. Tyson had like a, like a like one of these like bogus. Talk about thing. Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, did you watch it? I did. They actually boxed. No, they didn't. Come sure on did. now. They boxed like like John Cena boxes. That like, match. That match was Ali Frazier. Pretty, yeah, they got pretty uh, that, that, intense. Tyson Jones was Ali Frazier compared to Mayweather Paul. Oh my God, you're wrong. They hugged at the end. It was like all boxers hug at the end. No, 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 no. They rub checkbooks at the end. Oh, okay. Like it was like, guys, did you? Wa- I watched it. It was like it was like when a kid smashes like two cupcakes, like a vanilla and a chocolate cupcake, in his hand into one giant cupcake. That's what this was. It was so soft. Okay, I got super hungry when you did that. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird analogy. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the cinnamon roll, by the way. Gotcha, cinnamon roll. Roll cinnamon roll. Roll of the cinnamon. <laughs> is that another anniversary present for me? Vital, did I tell you it was our van anniversary last week? Not the show, but you guys. Yes, it was our been, or been friends. Correct, it was our personal van anniversary. Four no. four years we've been really yeah going strong. Doesn't it seem like it's much 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 longer? <laughs> <laughs> Old married couple. Hey, next week's going to be the two-year anniversary of the show. That's crazy. To We're going to have to have a bash. Is it only two years already? Yeah. Isn't that Man. crazy? There's there's a listener right now, 505-246-0610, who's heard every program. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about that. And we're going to invite you to a party. Yeah. Next and, all, and this listener is not the listener. It's like, hey, guys, make sure you talk about the Lobo head baseball uh, coach search. We need to find out who's going to manage the team. Because you know what? We don't really ask those questions. We have people on who will answer those questions. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Us, not so much. No. I hope Ray Birmingham just, like, pulls a farve. Just, just like, just keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean Ray Birmingham's not the head coach of the Lobos? I put some thought into it, and I think I got another one in me. <laughs> Let's go. Go Lobos. Legitimately, I could talk about, like, I know there's, like, volleyball finals today. I know there, there's, like, a lot of stuff going on in the city today, and I could be like, oh, I could talk about that at length. You want to get Star TV and Radio, KOB TV's own, Brandon Ortega on to talk about it? Uh, well, we both know he works the night shift, so it would be a difficult get. Well, we're on till 11. <laughs> we don't got to get him now. Can't get him. He's up listening. He likes your show. Oh, he listens every day. Yeah. He just keeps listening every day. <laughs> he goes on Spotify on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> he does Apple Podcast on Tuesday. Goes back to Spotify on Wednesday, but does it at point two five speed. Yeah. So that he gets every reference because he because he's got a he's got to research our jokes. Yeah. There's a lot of wit here. Yeah. He's not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree. He's not even LED. No. No. Halogen. Don't they in halogen band? You can't use halogen bulbs anymore, right? I don't have the answer to that very specific question. 505 246 0610. 
Call us on the Graphic Connection hotline. NBA playoff talk. Tell us, tell us about light bulb history. <laughs> do you have is a big light? Is are you a lighting hey, guy? Eric Strauss over here could do it. He, you know, he's got a hot light bulb take. Oh sure. If I tell off the air, I'm going to tell you the funniest light bulb story. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline five zero five two four six zero six. 10 we're playing again with i9 sports and we're having a drink we're doing it downtown at bourbon and boots 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal Name the one NBA superstar that you have to see in the playoffs right now. God, all of them. Donovan Mitchell. Sucks. DeAndre Ayton. Sucks. Trey Young. Super sucks. (laughs) Just his face. Trey Young is the ugliest human being I've ever seen. Have we had this talk on air? I know we have off air. I don't know. We can have it now. Physically speaking, he's hard to look at. His hair. His mug. What's your favorite player? The guy with no eyebrows? The alopecia guy? You're talking about Charlie Villanueva, my arch nemesis? Yeah. He's your favorite player. What are you talking about? Thank you to the East for at least making it interesting. The Clippers are not going to win a game. Trey Young looks like the type of guy who sells fake weed. Yeah, messed up. Yeah, no, you're not, guy. You're so right. He's the type of guy who like has his girlfriend get like a medical marijuana card so that she can carry. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Trey, come on. She's not. She's not meant for this life, Trey. Like, what are you doing? Why are you exposing her to this? Allegedly, Trey Young looks like the type of guy that breaks into Subarus. Yeah, you're not gonna find anything in there, Trey. No, there's nothing good in there. Young Trey, young Trey Young would steal your bike while you're at the library trying to better yourself. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Young. Hey, but is... Trey Young looks like the type of guy that 100% has stole ice cream from a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Trey Young... Looks like the type of guy who would have somebody stick up for him when he was being bullied in middle school. You get the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Young would offer to drive your girlfriend home after a party. Only if she was super drunk. Yep. Yeah. I see where you're going with this. But they won that first game of the series, and now they're garbage. Trey Young does really bad graffiti in public. Yes, he does. He's not talented at all. No, but he'll that, still yeah. he'll still put his graffiti up everywhere. Because that spray can, he mostly just had to paint your bike after he stole it from you at the library. Exactly. Yeah, so he didn't really know. He got no technique. You could still see the original color because he's so bad at spray painting. His TY logo that he spray paints is one he actually just saw someone else do on a train and he just copies it. He doesn't tell anyone. 
But I tell you, you grew up in like prime, like rail, rail, rail car, like graffiti. Yes, I did. The Midwest rail yard graffiti is so good. First of all, though, you want to get the gang symbols down so you're not in the wrong place at the wrong time to look at the beautiful art. Vital's a survivor. He knows all the cool stuff that gets him by. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. I don't look around for uh, gang affiliation spray painted in places to know if I'm welcome or not. I just kind of go places. Well, you're not gang affiliated. You're fine. Because there's people that are yeah. in the First fold. Off, hurtful. But how is that hurtful? How would you just assume that I'm not in a gang? <laughs> we just had our four-year <laughs> anniversary. So you know me pretty well. Yeah. <clears throat> We're kind of in a gang. The one person I've known for nearly two years, we we stopped doing West Side Story all the time that you say we're in a gang. Sorry. First the cult, now this. Cult. We haven't talked about my cult all week. I gave you a whole week off. I talked to some other people about it. I'm interested in really expanding your... <laughs> Mike Vitale is more than likely in a gang or a mafia, and he has not admitted it to us because he... Is in witness protection. Yes. You can't talk about it. We had... Mike, I don't know if we've talked to you about this, but literally from the first week we met you, we believed you to be in witness protection. Ha. <laughs> And you've done nothing whatsoever to dissuade no. us. No. And we, you've had two years. You just keep dropping hints all mm-hmm. the time. I, I own a liquor store in East St. Louis. That's <laughs> tremendous tax breaks if you do that. Fred's been yes. there. <laughs> it's next to a rice house and a pawn shop. <laughs> Caddy corner from a gun <laughs> store. <laughs> so weird. Is that what they're called? Gun stores? Yeah. Ammunition. Yeah. Guns and ammo? Yeah. There's not like a name for it? Like a haberdashery? Not that I can come up with off the top of my head. There probably is. And I'm not... got to be like a... Yeah, there's probably a colloquialism to it. Sure. It's not just the gun store. I. It probably says, like, gun shop on it, though. There's a gun store in town that's just called the gun store, right? I love that. I love, like, old-timey... Like, if there was, like, a bar called the Hitchin' Post, I would go there. It's a good Almond Brothers song. I promise we're talking the NBA. <laughs> Starting in the West, Phoenix is world beaters and they can't be touched. True or false? That is true. That's 100% true. Oh, they're, my they're God. Rolling. The only team that can beat the Suns are a healthy Nets team. I think the Jazz can do it. No, they cannot. Oh, no. Oh, stop. No, no, Vital, no, come on. No. Utah? You're gross. Are you kidding? Who? Who is going to do that? Donovan Mitchell scores 41 points a game. I think that team's got more chemistry than the younger Suns team. Hey, Utah. You know who does chemistry? Dr. Chris Paul. (laughs) That's a good answer. He's amazing. He does. But 15 assists, zero turnovers. He's done that three times in three decades for three different teams in the playoffs. And they'll both see each other, too, here pretty soon, Phoenix and Utah. So we'll find out. I know you know Red Sox-Yankees, but it's never happened in the history of the NBA. No one's ever came back from being down 0-3. You're talking about the Phoenix series right now. Correct. That that Denver team has the best player in the league, according to the league. Here's the problem. 
centers aren't don't matter and the game is involved past them and I'm as surprised as you are that the first center to win an MVP since 2000 is Jokic because that's a joke to me. Last night, Jokic went 32 points, 20, count them, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. As a loser. 32 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and lost by 14. Sucks to suck. He's very good at basketball, but not as good as Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Devin freaking Booker. Devin Booker is a basketball player. Yes. Well, I think the X factor is Jay Crowder. Yeah, he is such a good get. Yeah, so you're doing like deep cut actual analysis because you're correct. Because like if, whenever you have that extra guy that will go to the basket and when you have that little slash, and you yes, there's a ton of like, what's he going to do? I'm in on that. But none of that matters to me if you're shutting down the best player in the league and you're not shutting him down. Oh, I never finished my thought. Finish. Okay. Teams down 3-0 are 0-142 in the history of the NBA playoffs. So, good luck with that. 3-0 is a terrible count. Unless you're Jacob deGrom pitching or batting. Yeah. You can make it work. And you're fine. So the West is boring as boring gets. So the finals, we're going to see Phoenix versus Utah. No reason to talk about this again for a week. It's over. It's over. The East, though, both these series are as close as they can be after three games. 76ers have been dominating the Hawks the last two games. The Hawks came out and made every friggin' three-pointer they shot. I love that. In game one, and then they've been dominated the last two games. It hasn't been close, really. It has not been close. And the Hawks needed all those because I think they won the first game by like a point and a half. So they're going to play Monday night, which I think is – that's a big deal. Watch that one. And then depending on what happens there, I, I guess that affects how they play on Wednesday. This thing will be wrapped up by the time we come back. Whoever, like, from the East, which right now I want to be like, hey, it's Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn's the better team. Like, I know the Sixers have the number one seed. That's whatever. But Brooklyn is the definition of a super team. And Kevin Grant just brings a security guard onto the court now. I don't know if you saw that last night. Did you see this? No, I did not. Oh, my gosh. So Kevin Durant and, I don't know, one of the somebodies from the Buccaneers, not Buccaneers, the, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. The Buccaneers. What's this cat's – well, because it, it was like a – there was a tackle involved. That's why I was going that direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so one of these kids fouls Kevin Durant. And you know what, like, playoff fouls are? Like, number one, you better earn it. Yeah. You better. And if it's soft – there's a big hoopla about it. Playoff fouls are a little spicier. When we get back on the court, fights. Sweet. I'm in. Last night. Van, it sounds to me like you might not have seen it. Look it up real quick. I will. It's about as weird as a weirdo thing you'll see. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And when we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505 246 
888-900-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and we're having a drink. We're doing it downtown with bourbon and boots. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, so human Play-Doh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who's softer than a very special episode of Full House. Okay? Okay. Kevin Durant, whose sleep number is 100. Okay? <laughs> is that the way it goes? 100 soft? Or is 100 hard? I don't have sleep number bankroll, so I'm not sure. So if there's any sleep number representatives out there, Fred needs a new bed. <laughs> Contact Fred. 505-246-0610. Call us on the Graphic Connection hotline. Get Fred a bed so we could find out his sleep number. I'll just take the test. Like one of those like personality things, like what's your love language? Kevin Durant's softer than that giant pillow they set out when people are about to jump off of a building. Yeah. Yeah. And he's way softer than that. Yeah. Kevin Durant is softer than the ice cream at Jason's Deli. I don't understand that reference, but it sounds great. Soft serve. Yeah. Soft serve. Okay. <laughs> so what he has is a personal bodyguard that protects him from um, words that will always hurt him. Apparently, yeah. Security guard that protects him from verbal altercations. Yes. Okay. Security guard that protects him from errant popcorn throws. Is secures him from his feelings. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's security guard slash therapist. Keeps, keeps him from getting his feelers hurt. We may have just came up with a billion dollar idea. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. You're a licensed therapist. No, I'm not. You were. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you start hitting the gym. You pick up some self-defense classes. You now market yourself as a therapy guard. Okay. You're not just protecting someone mentally and emotionally. You're protecting them physically. Can it be Whitney Houston? It has to be. Okay. R.I.P. What? You didn't know Whitney Houston's dead? <laughs> Come on. You knew that. I'm like, I think I did. Now yeah. That you, now that you said it twice, I was. I think I was thinking Kevin Costner. How dare you? He might be dead in the Yellowstone series. All right. So from the texter, okay. Kevin Durant's sleep number would be zero. Okay. Yeah. That's the soft. That's, that, that's that makes the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Durant's on the spectrum is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Of sleeping. Of sleeping. Yeah. So PJ Tucker. All right. So Kevin Durant was going to go to the basket. Cool. He's going to the basket. This is two nights ago. So then PJ Tucker, he gives him one of these. Gives him one of these. He like plays basketball with him. Yes. He uses his hands in a manner to defend his team's basket. And if it's not the world's hardest foul right now in the NBA, then every NBA player throws their hands up in the air, does a little ballerina twirl, dances and shouts, and scoots their boots around. It's like they're bourbon and boots. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are you Brooks or Dunn? Uh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> So they throw these little fits after every single foul in the NBA playoffs, and we have to spend 30 seconds 
watching them fit with close up to their face, and they do little scrunchy, like like. Oh, you're a judge. Yeah. You did this thing, but I'm gonna do this thing. Rawr. Hey, listener, you're in your kitchen right now on your Alexa, and you're listening to us, and you're you're sitting there feeding your your infantile child. Take their food away. Look at their face, because that's what that's what NBA player does after every single foul call in the playoffs right now. <sighs> So PJ Tucker treats Kevin Durant like a like a like a crooked head fudge manager and gives him a little slap on the wrist. That's a very good joke. Got gotcha. you. I like that one. So they start they start jarring at each other, yapping. They yeah, start, yeah, quipping, barking. Yeah, barking. And dogs are barking. Yeah, I watched Soul last night. They start jazzing at each other. Mm. I don't know. I don't think that's what that means. It's not what jazzing is? No, no, no. I was confused with the premise. Yeah. Apparently they were alive. But they I told were. you Soul was good. Wasn't it a nice motion picture? Messed me up there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got real you. emotional. Got you, right? Sp- speaking of soft. <laughs> you're so soft. Super soft. So Kevin Durant and PJ Tucker start yapping. Before we break down what they were saying, Tommy's going to join us to tell us why he enjoyed it so much. Welcome to the program, Tommy. Yeah, that guy's the softy, that's for sure. I mean, he's always been very, I don't know, um, for a guy that size, I can never understand. I remember when he had burner accounts, Durant. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an unfrozen I mean, otter pop. He's like a little, sometimes a little boy trapped in a grown man's body, but he's really, really sensitive. He's too sensitive to me. That's too much. It's like, dude, just play basketball and, you know, Calm down a little bit, and if, if people hurt your feelings, not everybody's going to like you, dude. It's like that person that wants to be liked by everybody. Except okay? literally no one likes him. It's not that not everyone is going right. to. Yeah, no one likes him. Yeah. His, his mother doesn't even attend yeah. his games. I don't know if that's but true. He likes, he, he like, but it's like he wants everybody to like him. That's the whole thing. Not everybody's going to like you, dude. You know, that's just life, you know? Get over it. Jesus, how old is he now? Too old. Yeah. His age or his hairline's 18, age? 19, 20, coming out of college, playing basketball. But I think he's in his 30s now, right? He's Well, he's easily in his 30s. Like, he's been in the league for like 15 years or something, right? Like, he's yeah. played for four teams that nobody liked him. 33, says Mike yeah. Vital. Yeah, and you know, he's just, yeah, he's too old for that. You, sooner or later, it, or the thing, the sad thing might be, he might be just setting his ways already. That's just the way he is, and he's never going to change. That's Tom, the sad thing. Tommy, who do you want to see celebrity box Kevin Durant? Oh, God. I'd like to see one of his ex-players. That I don't, I don't know if him and Westbrook particularly got, her, got along or him and Harding, but probably one of his ex-players. I love that. I used to be with him in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that would be nice. There might be some real fury there. If the fight's in Vegas, Harden's down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harden will be there a day early. Is don't it, even worry. Is it right next to Spearmint Rhino? Harden will do it. But, you know, if they go back to old celebrity boxing, they used to have on MTV. You guys remember that celebrity or the clay boxing? They were clay figures. And yeah, death match. Remember that? Excellent point. I totally forgot about that till right now. Excellent point. I love stuff like that. I would love to see... Uh, I don't know who would I like to see fight. Back in the day, it would be Carmen Electra and Pamela Lee, but I'd watch that. Little I'd watch that. Long in the tooth. I'd, I'd be. I, I'd still watch it if they fight. Tommy, we, boxing. I would watch that. Tommy, we got to <laughs> grab a break, but we agree. Let's make that mud boxing. All right, guys. Good later. dude. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. I like Tommy. Text the show, Tommy. Appreciate your calls. 
Let's grab a break, man. When we get back, I, I'm still talking about this thing. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline. We're playing again with I9 Sports. We're having a drink downtown. It's with Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Hour two of the program. Barely made it back to my seat. I had a call. Apparently, my car's warranty can be extended. Really? So that's nice. That's like a nice thing for me. Do you, uh, you know what I do when I get telemarketers call? What's that? I try to sell them Herbalife. <sighs> yeah. Which is a pyramid scheme. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Similar Jokes to- on them. Yeah. They try to sell me something. Little did they know. What was that brown stuff that people were selling, uh, Tahiti stuff? Or- are you talking about slaves? Talking about heroin? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It was like a liquid drink. Brown stuff. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, don't worry. This will be good radio. I'm going to Google it. Okay. Sweet. Brown stuff drink. Brown stuff pyramid scheme? Yeah. No clue. Apparently it's bourbon. Is it bourbon? <laughs> well, bourbon is worldwide. What about boots? boots. Nice. Boots nice. and bourbon. Brown stuff drink pyramid. The only pyramid scheme I'm really a fan of, vampirism. Don't have a problem with that one at all. Yeah, I sure don't see it by Tom. Sorry. There is a complete list of direct sales and multi-level marketing companies worldwide here on this website. Oh, my gosh. Thanks to Amway. 100% thanks to Amway. Amway is the uh, Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul (laughs) of pyramid schemes. I think it peaked with Amway. I think, okay. The health fitness ones are good because those are like, they don't have to prove anything. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a scam. That's a joke. Skincare, like spa products, weight management, all that kind of stuff, good pyramid scheme. Sure. Right below that is my favorite one, which is like Pampered Chef. Like, that one to me is good because you get a cool product. <laughs> Are you a pyramid scheme apologist? Is this what you're doing right now? In this moment, yeah. Now, like, jewelry, candles, fragrance, like, intimate toys. Like, that stuff, still good. I Because you walk away with something. There's a, there's a sex toy pyramid scheme? Oh, absolutely there is. Really? Are you being serious? What's it called? I don't know off the top of my head. Asking for a friend. Um, uh, a bit rude, I believe is one tasteful treasures. I believe is one. Are they all also on the list? Cause I don't think you're just naming these off. I don't know. Cause I don't have subscriptions. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now the ones I really don't like are the ones that like take advantage of people like, um, Hey, get a subscription of like toys or like monthly stem products or like stuff like that for kids. I don't like those. Those seem exploitive. My niece does one of the monthly See, okay. stem things and yeah. she loves it. That so that's a pyramid scheme. So like if you're I think it's a monthly order. Like she doesn't have to sell She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to sell stem toys to four other children. Right. But if she that's did a pyramid scheme. Yes. But if she did I'm telling you there's a thing where it's like, do this referral and get it. Oh, like 
Yeah. Well, that's for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's in perpetuity, I think then it's a pyramid scheme, right? Because I have a friend who gave me like the referral to like, like whiteguyclothes.com. Yeah. So I get like white guy clothes sent to me every month. Little, then, little did you know. Yeah. You thought you're getting a, a great deal on some nice uh, clothes. I mean, I didn't. I didn't realize I was becoming a victim of a pyramid scheme. Well, what really happened is you got your friend free clothes. Yeah. He just, he used you. Which I don't have a problem with that. Getting used? I could tell. <sighs> I've known you for four years, remember? The first one that got me was Billboard. Do you remember Billboard? Like the, the music chart? Yeah. So they had one where you could get like CDs. Now, I believe there's uh, a lot of Columbia these. House. Like Columbia Sony. House. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that one. Yeah. And if you refer your friends, then you get like. I remember that. You get a free CD? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. And then you get another one for a penny. Yeah. <laughs> if they refer two friends, then you get whatever. And I think those are just referrals. That's not a pyramid scheme. You don't have to sell it to four other people. Those are just referrals for free stuff. Okay. So I think there's a difference there. Okay. I'm in on what you're saying. But there, you don't think there's something to be like, hey, your business gets like, I don't know, a copier. You're like, if you get two other businesses to get a copier, then you get like free and that to me seems like a pyramid scheme. No, that's not a pyramid scheme. Okay. Those are referrals for more business. Uh, Howard is about to try to sell us something on the air. Welcome to the program, Howard. How are you? I'm going to sell you on the fact that it's a Saturday and I'm done with work and I want to start the day drinking. Vital, pour me a beer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there Hey-o. we go. Nothing like day drinking, right? That's I I plan to. That's my plan. Yeah. Yeah. See, day drinking is so good because you can day drink, start about ten, maybe go take a nap about two and then start the evening drinking, you know? Yes, you're speaking my love language, good Howard. Lord. I'm when telling we, you, man. What are what are you doing at eleven oh five? We're gonna we're gonna meet up <laughs> we're gonna meet up with you, Howard. Let's go knock some down, gentlemen. Hey, first off, your Columbia House thing, man, they'd nail you. I don't know how many people probably had, uh, you know, bad uh, marks on the credit bureau because of Columbia House. Because, you know, if you didn't respond, they're sending you these uh, CDs or tapes anyway. And, I mean, and then you, all of a sudden for uh, $19.99, you got Snoop Dogg's favorite hits, and then you realize you didn't have any, you know? So it's um, <laughs> fire. I'm telling you, man. So celebrity boxing matches, guys. Here we go. Can you imagine Kevin Durant, seven foot tall, 170 pounds, rocking his eight inch arms, going against <laughs> Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. Yes, that's good versus evil. Evil. That's yin and yang. That's yeah. Yeah, that's the definition of the universe. Kill yeah. the thighs, yeah, the brain DeVito. dies. <laughs> right? Isn't that the same? You know, and, and you know what? And I know the views of uh, this show don't express uh, blah, 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 whatever. And hopefully I can say this. Be ready, Vital. And if Kevin Durant had any balls, Danny DeVito would be tearing him up. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% true. Yeah, so he, yeah. so, Kevin, so Durant, you know. Kevin Durant would not step into any squared circle with Danny DeVito based out of social media fear. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like he would, he'd be too afraid to take the one. St- Danny DeVito would have to crawl under the ring first of all, which would be very funny. Under the ropes. Under the ropes. Yeah. And then Kevin Durant would yeah. do like the Undertaker step over the ropes, and, it, and, and all you would do is giggle from afar. The big sexy Kevin Nash step over the rope. Right. Love that you said that. Yep. Hey, Kevin uh, Durant would have his you know, security guard split the ropes open. 
<laughs> and he would go through them. Yeah, and then they'd probably try to duct tape them back together, you know. So, um, quick question, guys: Who's our next NBA champion? It's Phoenix Suns. It's not even close. So, but ah, there you go. They're man. world beaters. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm riding that Phoenix Suns boat all the way. Now you guys know, and I've expressed it on your show before. I'm a big LeBron fan, but the minute he walked out at 5:28 to go in that game because they were getting pummeled, I lost all respect for him. You don't do that. You're a team player, and if you're going to be the leader and you want to be the face of the franchise, I don't give a crap. You stay on that bench and you take your lumps with the rest of your teammates. Otherwise, you're trying to portray yourself as above them. So you know what? I'm done with LeBron. Hmm. Hey, guys, have a great weekend. Let's go do some day drinking. Thanks, Howard. Good friend of the show. Yeah, I. that's the moment that you quit on LeBron. <laughs> like, LeBron hater has all the fuel in the world, and you finally find a good one. Like that's like a good excuse to not like LeBron. Quitting on your teammates. It's not portraying yourself as better when you are better. That's okay, fair. Okay. Very fair. Yeah. Yeah. People hate on LeBron for all the most irrational reasons up and down. Okay. And Howard finally got a good one. It's a quality reason to not like him. Yeah. But here's my in point counterpoint. Why would he sit on the bench with all the losers? <laughs> He's not a loser. My favorite thing is whenever you watch like the Olympics and you see someone lose and they put the camera on them and I'm just yelling at the Olympics, like get that loser off the screen. That person's a loser. And that's the LA Lakers when they're not LeBron James. Here's my reason why I don't like LeBron James, that he threw this series on purpose so he can go on a publicity tour for Space Jam 2. I love that. I don't believe it's a sequel. I think it's a reimagining. It's not a sequel. I don't know if it is. I don't know this. I don't watch trailers. We've had this talk. It's not Space Jam 2 Electric Boogaloo? That's what I thought it was. It's, no, it's not Space Jam 2 We Be Jamming. <laughs> Isn't it part animation, part real? I mean, I think you're thinking of Roger Rabbit. I think it's going to have all the stuff. Who framed him, by the way? Roger? Yeah. It was um, the guy from Back to the Future, Christopher Lloyd. He did it the whole time? Yeah, it was him the whole time. The melting yeah. of mm. cartoons in the acid like was very disturbing. He was in this movie I just saw called Nobody. Have you seen this? With uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah, it's fire. It's the best movie I've seen since John Wick. Okay. It's like John Wick without guns, though, right? So many more guns. Oh, there's a lot of guns, yes. too? Yes. Oh, okay. It's on the list. I'll watch it eventually. P.J. Tucker <laughs> gives a little slap a slap out of the wrist of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. I forgot we're on that. We got to talk about how soft Kevin Durant is. There was a big old hissy fit. And then they start they start John, like um, like schoolyard John, you know, where the shorter guy gets up in the chest of the taller guy, and then he gets on his tippy toes, and you think they're going to kiss or whatever, but they don't. Yeah. So then, and I don't have his name, and I thought it would be out by now. But then, Kevin Durant's personal bodyguard. I don't know if he's paid for by the Nets. I don't know if Kevin Durant pays for him. He's an employee of the Nets. Yeah. I think Kevin Durant's personal bodyguard is a little bit sensational. I don't know if that's exactly it. 
But he's a security guard employed by the Nets. So why is a bodyguard rushing onto the court charging into players? Why, Shouldn't be. Why is, he, why is he even on the bench to begin with? Well, because of his emotional connection to Kevin Durant. Isn't he endangering other players too? He knows how soft Kevin Durant yeah, is. You gotta, he's got to protect him. Thank you. <laughs> What's more important, Kevin Durant's like softness, like the protecting of it, or I don't know, like a $15,000 fine or whatever. I'm just making up a number. I don't know what the fine will be. So he runs in there, and he just two-hand pushes P.J. Tucker away. <laughs> it's very strong. It's yeah. A good, it's a good push. It was the, I would say it was the most physical aspect of the whole thing. He's been training for that moment. And you know the Nets were like, hey, listen, if you if you see super soft Kevin Durant start to look a little upset, like you go out there. And then after he pushes him, he does the number where it's like, all right, everyone stay back. Uh, yeah. It's like you're the one who's doing it. Kevin Durant's bodyguard, whose name I cannot find on the internet. Kevin Durant is so freaking soft. He's like that giant pile of pillows on like a middle-aged single lady's bed. Very soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like he's like the the back hair on a Maine Coon like kitty cat. Very, very soft. Very soft. Very soft. And we've done this before, but we have to keep doing it week after week after week because he doesn't want to harden. There's a James Harden joke here. I, I got you. I got you. He continues to be soft and then be upset about how soft he is. What? Kevin Durant is like, if baby's thighs came to life in a Disney movie. That's a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin Durant just got that new Disney princess filter that's all over social media to do his face. Uh-huh. And it didn't change it his didn't face. Change whatsoever. No, it was the that's same it. face. Didn't a fan throw a water bottle? He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. And Shut up. Shut up. Attacks another player. That can't be true. Yeah, that happened. After Hulk Hogan betrayed the Macho Man Randy Savage in 1996 as Bash on the Beach to form the NWO alongside Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the entire attending audience threw 1,000 water bottles at them. I don't believe anyone was charged with assault then. Kevin Durant cannot, is not Dennis Rodman. Cannot be in the NWO. No. Super soft. Instead of like a celebrity appearance for WWE, he's probably like just go on Martha Stewart. And he will show Martha Stewart stuff, not the other way around. He's like, you've been crocheting wrong for years, Martha. Oh, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> He's got pointers. <laughs> he goes, he's like, no, guys, um, love what you've been doing on the morning show here on Good Morning America. Thanks for having me. Been watching your cooking segments lately. Let me show you how to raise a souffle. Because that's how soft Kevin Durant is. I love it. Texter's blowing up a little bit. Tommy reached. I like that. Thanks, Tommy. When we get back, college football's redoing their postseason, man. I'm excited. Legitimately, it's the best one I've seen so far. It's kind of perfect. The last one was a JV approach. They finally got it right. 
Today's I-9 Varsity is going to be who you want to see in a celebrity boxing match. 505-246-0610 gave us, give us, giveth, give us your favorites. Andover. Andres Big Cat, holla raga at your boys. That was a deep cut on that one. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. And when we're having a drink, we're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You just got an interesting text, Van. Okay. What did it say? Talk about Trevor Rogers. Are you talking about Miami Marlins starting pitcher, Trevor Rogers? New Mexico's favorite son, Carlsbad's Trevor Rogers. 23 year old Trevor Rogers who stands at six foot five inches with a win and loss record of seven and five and 115 strikeouts this year. Trevor Rogers? Rookie of the month in April and May and about to be rookie of the month for June. Seriously? He's been lights out. He's been a top 10 pitcher all year. We're talking about rookie of the year candidate, Trevor Rogers? He's an overwhelming favorite for rookie of the year, and it's not close. That's crazy. Open the season with a three-run record and a 1.29 ERA and five starts with 38 strikeouts over 28 innings in April? That Trevor Rogers? That one. We saw him in person. He's very good in person. SB Nation just ran an article on him two days ago that says, I'll just give it to you verbatim. Trevor Rogers is for real. Yeah. There you go. We've got a 2.02 ERA. 1.057 whip. If you don't know what whip is, that's walks plus hits divided by innings pitched. It's what built the pyramids. So that means one person is getting on base and in. There's some algebra in there, trigonometry, sine, cosine. That's correct. 6.5 hits per nine innings. Okay, that means only six and a half people are getting on base all game. 10.6 strikeouts per nine innings. And then 3.5 strikeouts to walks. Those are elite numbers, and he is a kid. So his ERA plus entering the night two nights ago against the Rockies was 202, okay? So 100 is considered average. 100 is league average. He's 202. He's twice as good. 150 is exceptional. That's top tier. Yeah. He's 202. Incredible. It's fun to see. Even beyond the New Mexico connection, it's really cool to see a kid come out of the gates and just dominate. I mean, he's one tier below Jacob deGrom. I mean, he, there's there's Jacob deGrom and everybody else in baseball. Yeah. And then of the everybody else, mm-hmm. he's just as good as anybody, and he's 23. So two nights ago against the Rockies, which, by the way, it's the Rockies. It's the Rockies. Yeah. Four Rogers, seven innings, were three up, three down frames. And he allowed one walk and one hit to the first 20 he faced. 
What? What? Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't know, now you know. You know what jersey I'm about to get? Trevor Rogers. Yeah, I guess there was kind of not a lot of bleed to that, but yes, yes. that's that's absolutely the answer I was going to get. But you're not going to get a jersey. You get a jersey. You're a jersey. I'm guy. a jersey guy. Yeah. Miami has a cool logo right now too. I had to learn cursive to be able to read it. It says Miami on the front. Yeah, it does. Okay. Their jersey game is very strong. They're no Padres, but their jersey game is very strong. It's like a cooler one. It's like a futury one. Yeah. It's like what the Rockies and the Reds tried to do with those sleeveless ones that were stupid. Mm. Remember how stupid those were? That was a rough time. Yeah. The 90s. Oof. Early 90s were pretty bonkers. Do you think back to the 90s a lot? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've noticed that recently. I peaked way too early. Like physically and socially and mentally? Yeah, all yeah. of it. The whole thing. When we were in Phoenix a couple weeks ago watching the Cardinals at the Diamondbacks, that's when I realized how much the 90s were back, fashion-wise. Oh, 100%. I didn't know here in Albuquerque. Because here in Albuquerque, I don't go to the mall. The 90s never went away in Albuquerque. But, <laughs> but, but everywhere else, they're embracing 90s fashion again. I currently have a lady in my life. Oh, I'm happy for you, buddy. Thank you. She's very important. And I thought it was the real deal until she wore Crocs over to my house. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you guys have the talk? I was like, listen, I'm of moderate talk. <laughs> I'm of moderate regional fame. I can't have this kind of thing happening. We're going to have to really tighten it up around here. I have a subscription to whiteguyclothes.com. Yeah. You're one to talk. Yeah. Sure. You wear khakis to bed. Yeah, I do. I part my hair before I go to bed. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm. This is going to come as a surprise due to my like looseness and demeanor and personality on the radio. I'm very high maintenance. You're a lot. I'm difficult. You're very difficult. <laughs> yeah. What's a male? Vital, what's a male Karen? Yeah, what's that called? Is it just Fred from now on? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> there's a. There's Quit being Karen's, such a Fred. Yeah. And then there's Fred's. <laughs> I keep. In, like, my glove box, like, fingernail clippers in case, like, something gets out of control. Yeah. Like, I'll be driving and be like, what's what's up with that hangnail? Fred pulls that crap at Home Depot that Karen's pull at Walmart. I do do that. I would like to see the lumber manager. Yeah. This one is split. I'm looking for half price. Two by four is warped. I'm not paying these prices for warped lumber. uh, I'm also, there's a lot of knots here, and this is supposed to be premium. And I'm not interested in redoing my bathroom again with faulty materials. That's real, though. And also, like, if you bring your dog to Home Depot, I'm, like, mad at you. I'm, like, unnecessarily angered at you for bringing your dog into the Home Depot. Right. Which I do. I'm that guy. 100%. Any place that will allow dogs, I take my dog. Yes. And I'm the opposite. I'm, like. You don't have a dog. I think that's the opposite. Well, the aforementioned lady in my life that I care about a lot, yeah. who came over in her Crocs. Is it Crocs in the house only, or does she take them in public? Is your definition of public the driveway to the door? No. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so far. So far. Okay. That's the only yeah. box that's been checked. I was going to say we're walking like a high wire, except it'd be really hard to walk on a high wire in Crocs. So I guess that's not a good analogy. Well, I think the Crocs are so soft. They're like Kevin Durant soft. So <laughs> the high wire would just like soak into the Croc a little bit. So the croc would like grip the high wire. So it might actually give you an advantage. All right. So you know how I know like the tread pattern of like a Chuck Taylor Converse All-Star? Sure. Okay. I don't know the tread pattern of a croc. So I wouldn't be able to tell you how easily that would or would not adhere to the highness tightness of a wire. I always just assumed it was like (laughs) lizard skin, right? Like that's the pattern. Like a chameleon? Like it can just be anything? No, no, no. Like it's got the pattern on the bottom of the shoe. Are they shoes? Oh, like alligator skin. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because they're crocs. Oh, crocodile skin is what I meant. I'm just, yeah. And any seven-year-old listening right now can tell me the difference between a crocodile and an alligator, and I don't personally know. Well, I don't care. I think it's something to do with eye placement. (laughs) I don't want anything to do with either one of them. They're both terrifying. right? Yeah. Like, they survived the asteroid. Yeah, that significant one. (laughs) Sharks, alligators, and roaches are like... They put fear in the hearts of men. Like they survived the first apocalypse. You become a very functional, less any fashionable shoe. Yeah. Can you believe it? No. That's it's very degrading. It's very offensive to alligators. Like we survived the apocalypse. We're an apex predator. Everyone in the world fears us except for Steve Irwin. Yeah. And then now we're a squishy shoe. The only land mammal we compete with on this entire planet that we don't try to kill is the hippopotamus. And now we're a laughable shoe. You think it's a hippopotamus or just like a pretty cool hippopotamus? Just like, no, he's no, you know, like, he doesn't listen to jazz. A mellopotamus. <laughs> he's an all right hippopotamus, I guess. He's actually really plugged into social issues, so he's a woke hippopotamus. Woke hippopotamus, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a celebrity fight coming up <laughs> against the crocodile. <laughs> That's your celebrity fight, alligator versus crocodile? I, To my understanding, one is far superior, and I believe it to be the crocodile. Alligators, I think, are soft compared to... Cro- alligators are the Kevin Durant of crocodiles. Yeah, crocodiles will like go after you no matter what. And like alligators, they like some scratchums. They like, get a little scratchums behind the ears. Little alligator scratchums. Oh, you're so cute, little boy. Which one was Steve Irwin? Was he crocodile or alligator? I think Australian's crocodile. Whatever the most dangerous, scary one is, that's it's the Australian, Australian yeah, one. Yeah, that's their version. Well, friggin' Crocodile Dundee, duh. Of course it's Crocs in Australia. I'm looking it up. They call Tyson. That's <laughs> ass Tyson. Okay, here we go. So there's some physical differences. Snout shape. Alligators have a wide, rounded, U-shaped snout. What is a snout? What is that part of the body is that? That's the the, toe? the nose. Okay. While crocodiles have long, pointed, V-shapey boys. Okay. So, okay. So, alligators can exert more strength from their mouth, which is useful in cracking open hard-shelled vertebrates like turtles. And pistachios. Okay. So, if you're designed to kill a turtle, that to me is not that tough because I don't feel like turtles are tough. I feel like turtles are soft. They're very soft on the inside, but the shell is very hard. Okay. 
crocodiles can kill like everything like a tiger and enjoy it i think the biggest difference is the crocodile's bloodlust i think you're correct yeah does it say that on wikipedia right there um does it talk about the crocodile's bloodlust yeah it said if we had to make a comparison an alligator is a kevin durant and a crocodile is a pj tucker oh okay so that's what it said on here that's very relevant <laughs> it changed wikipedia daily yeah they, they get it quick when we get back, I promise, college football talk. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and when we're having a drink, we're doing it downtown at Bourbon & Boots. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, Van, name your favorite bowl game. I'm a big Fiesta guy. Okay. That's a good answer. I'm going to go Rose, obviously. On a scale of one to, yeah, I think that's pretty interesting, and I try not to miss it. Sugar. Good answer. From the texter, multiple people are fans of Crocs, and I've apparently... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Apparently, um, I've hit a nerve with some. What about the KFC Famous Bowl? It's a good bowl. You ever had one? I absolutely have. It's. That seems like something you would love. Mashed potatoes, corn, gravy, cheese, and popcorn chicken. That's like the most Midwest thing that you can yeah. eat here, right? Put that in my mouth. It goes, for you... Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Boston Market. Yeah. And then not really KFC, but KFC's famous bowl yeah. is next. And not even because I don't mess with Popeyes because it's a little too southern. Oh, it's, for me. no, it's too spicy. Too for spicy. It. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to give a ranking of the current NCAA college football playoff system, like a like a school ranking, A B C D F, how do you feel about the the four team playoff? Uh, I think it's a C. Okay, so do I. Yeah, it's a good answer. It's not that bad. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. But the the good teams that you want to win are always like five through twelve. The TV teams and like the fun teams are now in it because they're probably more than likely going to move to twelve teamer. It looks like they're going to move to a twelve teamer, and let me present it. So. What ha- happened was yeah. Major League Baseball put in a wild card playoff team four years ago, three it's years ago. Very exciting. It's the most exciting thing in baseball. Keeps you in the mix, affects the trade deadline, which doesn't really apply to this college football talk. Keeps your fan base engaged because you got a chance to be in there. The NBA playoffs last year inserted a weird bottom of the playoff Possibly you're in, possibly you're not. Now there's 20 teams instead of 16. I like the NBA's play-in. I love it. I'm a fan. So college football says, anything you can do, I can do better. I, the college playoffs, can do anything better than you. So, the proposal sits as this. You have your conference championship games. Okay, do you need me to name the conferences or do you know them? I, I, I can name 
11 of them. AAC, ACC, <laughs> Big 12, Big 10, Conference USA. I guess the MAC would be in there. You forgot. Mountain West, Pac-12, SEC, SBC. The small 10 as well. And then the, the medium-sized 10. This medium 10? This medium 10. So all those games will play. So what's that? 11 of them. Yeah. And I guess that's 10 of them, but then you get the independence, which is really just Notre Dame. So you take... Independence is my favorite conference and my favorite alien-based movie. Independence Day is correct. Where, yeah, okay. When he kicks the alien and he asks what that smell is, it was actually the salt flats. It wasn't the alien at all. It was the filming location mm-hmm. there. So of those 10, you're going to have 10 conference champions. So of that, you're going to pick the sixth highest ranked ones, okay? Right. So presumably – your 10 conference champions will all be ranked in the top 25. And if they're not, if whatever, right outside of that. So six of those 10, the highest ranked six, they're in. They're in the college playoffs. Right. Cool. Then there's a college football selection committee, and they're going to pick six more. Now they're going to pick the highest ranking boys. Correct. So, for instance, Coastal Carolina would have got in last year. That would have been exciting. That's the team that we want to root for. Yes. Yeah. And I don't remember how many games they played. I think they played 11 or something because they didn't believe in COVID in the Carolinas or something. I don't really recall. But they were whatever number and undefeated. So you're going to get six conference champions. You're going to get six at-large bids for a 12-team playoff where the top four seeds have buys and everyone else plays until you get to the next tier. Correct. Okay. So the four who gets buys would have been only four that would have been playing in the previous format. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So if you're one of those teams, if you're a front-runner team, and if you're a front-runner fan, I'm talking to you, Alabama fan. I'm talking to you. Clemson. Clemson. Notre Dame. LSU. Well, Notre Dame's the interesting boy, right? Because they're independent. So technically, they have a greater shot to get in because there's six at-large bids instead of just the four overall bids, and they don't have the conference championship to weigh into their schedule and points score and blah, blah, blah. But will they ever really get the opportunity to be a number four seed? Yeah. So since they're independent. They probably won't. They will never get a buy. Yeah. They will have to play their way in. Every which, single year. Which NBC loves. <laughs> because yes. you get an extra Notre Dame game. And you would think they would give them the MAC champion or the Mountain West champion or, okay. or whoever. Breaking news. Okay. Break it. Dun, 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 dun. New Mexico State's Pascal Siakam. Okay. Will undergo shoulder surgery. Oh. Going to miss five months. Sorry, buddy. That's one of the things you got to fix it, though. Yeah. Anyways. You say Dan? Is that what you said, Vital? Friend of the show, Dan, joining the program. Dan, how are you? Good morning. What's happening, brothers? Morning, morning. Morning. Hey, what, what's going on over there, man? I, you got Jimmy Edda giving us play-by-play on the Black Charette over at 
to Maya, and you guys are talking Independence Day and KFC chicken bowls. It's called sports in now, June, Dan. It's tough out here. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we were doing Bachelorette play by plays with Jeffy. You know. Hey, the funniest part uh, about that is the Bachelorette is at an all time low on ratings too. Like Jeff is the one guy who's still I holding know, on. <laughs> Oh, he's so loyal. What think about Jeff? He's loyal, man. He's loyal as it gets. Domestic and loyal. <laughs> oh, gosh, that made me happy. Hey, um, Chris Paul, man. What do you guys think about Chris Paul? I think I'm just, I'm amazed with this cat, man. He's just really kicking it out, and I'm actually having fun watching the playoffs because of this guy, you know? I was, I was kind of like, eh, about the playoffs, and... I really like what Chris Paul's. He's a leader out there, man. Really, really getting it done, huh? What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, we mentioned Chris Paul a little bit earlier in the show. That oh, okay, he's, I, wasn't, he's, I wasn't listening. No, so. it's okay, but we could we could jump on it again. Uh, Chris Paul's the only guy in the history of the NBA to have three different immaculate games, fifteen assists, and no turnovers for three different teams in three different decades. So he's fastly, what? yeah, that's nuts, right? Those are crazy so stats. Those are crazy off the chart stats, you know. And last night, what I what I really like last night is the way he was on that ref, man. He was on one of those refs, like you know what, on stink, and the ref just composed. He stood there and he took it, you know. <laughs> so that's when you know you've got their respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris Paul's like now because of Chris Paul, and gotta give the old guys a. Can you imagine he's an old guy at 39? Uh, Got to give him the props, you know what I mean? Having fun with the playoffs. And as always, I try and put so every Saturday. Appreciate it, my friend. You're bringing up a little bit, but we know you're listening because we appreciate your phone calls. Friend of the show, Dan, good dude. Yeah, man, always on the road, guys. Love to hear you. All right, thanks, Dan. Appreciate you. Love that. Later. Yeah, I think Chris Paul, he's just like flying up the all-time ranks, right? He thinks he's worth $100 million. Have I told you this? Oh, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah he totally is. What is he, 36 now? No, 30, 38, 39. Oh, is he older than that? Yeah. He's been in the league 16 years, 17 years. I mean, he's, for me. Chris Paul is 36. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, 36. He came around that draft class with LeBron and all them. For me, he's the third greatest point guard of all time. No, he came out two years after LeBron. Oh, five. I know how you feel about Chris Paul. You feel... Number one, number one, Magic. Number two, Stockton. Number three, Chris Paul. I got Chris Paul ahead of Jason Kidd. Allen Iverson is ahead of Chris Paul. Allen Iverson is not a point guard. Allen Iverson is a point guard. Allen Iverson is not in the top 25 all-time assists. LeBron James is above Chris Paul. LeBron James is also not a point guard. Plays point. Marcus Jordan played center. I mean, Magnus Johnson played center. I mean, it's all the same. LeBron James also played center. Yeah. Super talented. Chris Paul ain't playing no center. As far as point guards go, I got him third all time. Allen Iverson's not a point guard. He's not. He's the third best professional athlete State Farm endorser. Allen Iverson has gone a whole season without an assist. <laughs> <laughs> If Eddie House Al, Allen Iverson's third year in the league, he didn't have an assist in 82 games. If Eddie House can make one shot, he would have had an assist. Mom spaghetti? 
More college football talk when we get back. Dave Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Power Band in Mexico, Pinion Coffee. And we're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and we're having a drink. We're doing it downtown with bourbon and boots. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, we're continuing to break it down. The texture's going wild. 505-246-0610, texture boys. We're nine short minutes away from Peter Trevisani, CEO and president of New Mexico United, to be contacting the program. We're going to give away some ticks today. Yeah. The United game over at the lab. Second Peter hangs up, 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Graphic Connection hotline. Get you some ticks. Or we could do a text. We normally do a call, but we could do a text. You want to do a call? Call only. Call only. Vital needs some attention. Okay. He's very lonely. Well, I mean, Tommy, Howard, and Dan have all called today, so it's not that Vital- He needs more attention. Okay, he needs more attention. And you didn't bring him breakfast like I do? So, all right, so I went to the Golden Pride this morning. <laughs> okay. And- It is Pride Month. It is Pride Month, so I went to Golden Pride. Golden, Thank you. Golden Pride Month. Wearing my t-shirt. And they don't have like a Vital-friendly menu at the Golden Pride. What's what's that mean? It's like Cheetos and Mountain Dew. Yeah, there's no Cheetos and Mountain oh. Dew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, beanie cheese burrito. There you there go. you go. Oh, I could have done that. I didn't know. We will get you burrito next time. Number five next time. My favorite thing to do is I make little snack packs for Vital. I've seen you do it. You know, like some grapes and cheese and crackers. Actually, like just, those give me just a lot enough of to fill his tum tum. <laughs> a little <laughs> energy. Fill your tum tum. Get you to lunch. Ooh, my tum tum is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> When Vital's hungry, he's the guy who puts both hands on his stomach and like rubs his stomach, and he's like, "Get excited, guy! Hey, buddy! Here comes the foodsies!" I I just keep quiet and just shove it down my throat. Vital, I need an honest answer on this question. What size pizza can you confidently eat in one sitting? Oh, an extra large! Oh my, that's incredible to me. You know, when I was in college, I won like about four or five different pizza eating contests. What? Yes. What's your style? Uh, not deep dish. I can tell you that. That's too much. No, uh, just no you're, eating, you're eating style. You're eating style. Yeah. Not your preference. Oh, my eating style. Not your pizza preference. I don't, I don't care about your casserole pizza. Are you, are you a fold and shove guy? Is yeah. that what you do? Yeah, I love to fold. I like the roll. I like the guys who do the roll and eat it like a like a pizza like a pizzerito. Like a, like a giant Totino's pizza roll? Yeah, like if an egg roll was made out of pizza. I just got hungry again. Same. Pizza egg rolls. Are you listening? Write bur- that down. Are you listening? Are you listening? Bourbon and boots. <laughs> that's what. That's what we want for breakfast next Saturday when we're doing a live remote. Lots of pepperonis in it. No, I want waffles. Never mind. I forgot I wanted waffles. Is that in our contract? One breakfast. I believe it is. I believe I negotiated that for sure. So the four highest ranked conference champions would be seated one through four. Hard segue. And they all receive a first round buy. Okay. Correct. Everyone except for Notre Dame can. More, yeah, more than likely. Five through 12 play each other in the first round, which would be the home field of the higher ranked team. So these aren't bowl games, these are home games. That's pretty sweet. I love that. And I, then. I don't, I bet it doesn't stay that way. It's too much money to just. Well, the quarterfinals and semifinals are played in bowl games. Yes. Yeah. Championship game at a neutral site. I love it. I do too. 
This has been a long time coming, and they should have done this a decade ago, at least. Because it has been boring the last few years. It's been boring. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, every friggin' year. Every year. I want some Coastal Carolinas. I want some Boise States. Central Florida. I want some Central Florida. That's a good one. I want some North Carolina A&Ts. He went two years without losing, and they didn't get sniff. <laughs> get sniff. Oh, my God. I'm going to use that. I'm going to burn that to the ground. They didn't get sniff. Hey, Van, how was your day? We're at the gym in the morning. How was your day yesterday? Get any sniff? <laughs> I got zero sniff, Red. Ah! It was a sniffless day. I had some sniff pizza. How about <laughs> you? Oh, it's, I don't know if I like that one. That yeah. one, you lost me on that one. It's too sexual. It was too sexual. Yeah, you made me look at pizza a different way. Yeah. I don't like looking at pizza. A lot of the toppings on pizza are already too sexual for me. Yeah, for sure. I I need you to slice the sausage a different way. (laughs) You got the special requests. (laughs) Pizza Hut. Least phallic as possible. Can can you like slice it perpendicular, please? It's too sexual. I think The Bachelorette is in like its 25th season or something. Is it? No. Maybe The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Is that what I'm thinking of? Add them together. 25 total seasons. Man, that is something I don't care about. The Bachelor? Yeah, either one. Yeah, me too. It started in 2003. That's incredible to me. Do you remember Flavor of Love? Well, of course. Okay. That's different. I believe that predated The Bachelor. I believe that was like the idea of The Bachelor. I would say Bachelor came first. Now, there was Shot of Tequila. Do you remember that? Which was the Tequila Tequila one yeah. where she could fall in love with either a man or a lesbian woman. Right. But also, the women were not just lesbian. I believe they were of like both affinity so that the contestants could also fall in love with each other. It was, it was dynamic. It was game-changing. Okay. Those are called orgies, Fred. You're referring to an orgy is what you're talking about. I think it was on MTV or VH1. It was, I think it was MTV. We don't have enough time for the sponsors. When we get back, Peter Trevisani of the New Mexico United. I'm excited to talk about the soccer team. Ten o'clock hour back on the program. Tickets still available for tonight's match against the Austin Bold FC down at the lab. It's Pride Night for the New Mexico United. And we are proud to have their CEO and President Peter Trevisani join us via the Graphic Connection Hotline. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Feeling good, looking good. I'm wearing my pride right now. I'm wearing my colors. I love it. I love it. Hey, we uh it's a great day to support uh, you know, humanity. You know, a lot of people think pride's about maybe sexuality, but it's really just about humanity and so happy to, you know, be able to to have this event today. It's going to be a fun one tonight. It's the second time that Austin Bold have come to town. Big win last time they were here. Uh, what's the buzz around the lab tonight? What's the excitement? Kind of talk to us about how everything's returning into normal with COVID. Kind of give a blanket of what's going on this evening. Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned pride on the pitch, which means there's going to be flags at the gate and lots of color, lots of beautiful energy. You know, we're still restricted to 8,900 uh, seats, and I think we're going to have a sellout today. We're down to just a few hundred seats left, so 
Uh, we've got you know anywhere from single seats to pods of five or six. So, you know, if you're thinking about coming down, it's going to be a beautiful night. Come on down. And we're kicking off at 7.30, and a win tonight puts us right back in first place. So we got a, we got everything to play for, even though it's early in the season, and it's going to be a special night tonight. Pete, love what you're doing with the Pride on the pitch. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what's been going on with Pride on the pitch and what kind of community activities you guys have had surrounding this? Yeah, I mean, you know, as I kind of mentioned earlier, you know, Pride on the pitch uh, uh, is obviously um, a game that celebrates the LBGQT community, but it does even much more than that. And again, for me, I I feel like it's a chance for us to to come together and, and celebrate that every single one of us is different in some kind of way and we all have our uniqueness to us and no matter how unique we are we're, we're all still human beings and and uh when we love and respect each other and appreciate those differences then we can celebrate in an amazing way uh unlike uh, unlike no other and i think you know tonight with so many members of the, that community there but just so many member new mexicans there of every type of community coming together uh, it's going to be a special night. So we have a few thousand pride flags that we're going to handheld flags. We're going to be giving out uh, at the gates. The first uh, few thousand people that get there, uh, we have. Uh, well, there's going to be fireworks during the game. We're going to have activities and tailgating outside the game. DJs at the gates. It's just a huge party tonight. And uh, and then and then somewhere in there, we're going to play a soccer game for 90 minutes and yeah. focus on getting three points. So we can't wait to get it get it going. My last question, as far as Pride Night goes and Pride in the Pitch, is I see it, Peter. I see the excitement for your team anytime you guys make an announcement or do something fun. This one feels a little different to me, though. Can you maybe talk about the reaction from the fan base and the supporters? Can you talk about the excitement that you're seeing from outside the organization for tonight? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Curse, our our supporters group, they have been – you know, they're always on point, but I think even more so the, the amount of, you know, we talk a lot about, right, blending art and sport and being more than a sports team. And what you're seeing is uh, the, the curse leading, but not the only ones, you know, creating TIFOs, creating stickers, creating their own T-shirts and, and gear, um, uh, having, uh, you know, not just having a tailgate in the parking lot, but having DJs in the parking lot and, and uh, parties um, that are on like no other we have mr and mrs pride are going to be uh going to be doing the first kick tonight um and so many uh groups from the pride community are going to be at the game but again i think i think there's just so many other people who uh while they may not be directly a part of that community they want to express their support and and that's how we make each other better when we when we come together and we feel invincible uh, that's how we that's how we support each other, and I think tonight is going to be absolutely uh, a statement uh, of that magnitude. Love it, love it. So let's talk about uh, what's going on on the field. We got a big win against Austin Bold last time. Is that the expectation this time? Obviously, we want to win, but what's the competition going to look like on the pitch tonight? Yeah, well, we, you know, we have to, uh, we are playing Austin again. It's sort of a funny uh, scenario where we're playing them. Our two home games against them are two of our first three games. So, um, you know, the Austin Austin's a very tough team, and when we played them, it was their first game of the season. And I think you could see that as as we uh, approached the second half, they were they were wearing down a little bit, and we were able to take advantage of that. Um, I don't think we're going to see that tonight. I think we're going to see a strong team for ninety minutes. 
uh, and and we're going to have to come out with our best game in order to get a win. And and so it's going to be a hard-fought match. And Austin's a division rival, so these are the games that you just have to win uh, so we can create some distance early in the season and, and, and get up in first place. I was under a rock this week, Peter. Any big signings for the team? Any big re-signings? <laughs> well, uh, I think even under – I hope your rock was shaking because, you know, a big part of our team – is really, um, you know, when we talk about our players, you know, we, we obviously want players that can score goals, keep goals out of the net, uh, and, and we have a great team in that magnitude. But we also need players that are members of our community that, that want to be here, that want to do more than just play soccer. They want to get out into the streets, get out into the community, whether that's in their church or at food banks or blood drives uh, or on soccer fields for young kids. And so we are thrilled this year that, We've announced that we've re-signed uh, extensions for Amanda Moreno and Kalen Ryden, and they're both going to be with us for at least two more years. And and that's a big. I think that's a big mutual statement. One showing that from a club's point of view, hopefully, what we're showing to to these guys, our team, and the rest of the league is that we don't just want people that can come in and play. We want to make commitments. Uh, and there's there's no one way streets. We're committed to the player, uh, and the player's committed to us. And then I think for those two individuals that would have tremendous amount of choices you're talking about first team usl all-stars they've said hey we want to, this is where we want to be uh Mondo moreno 10-year pro he's only 25 he went pro at 15 and he said this is the best environment he's ever played in and he doesn't want to play anywhere else and we're happy to have him and kaylen ride in the same thing he could play anywhere in the usl maybe the mls as well and he's chosen to stay here and make this his home and we're just really excited to have both those guys and, and most of our team back next year New Mexico United versus Austin Bold, 7.30 tonight, pride on the pitch at what I'm referring to as United Tope Stadium now. But uh, (laughs) don't get too comfy because four short days away, we got another match against San Antonio FC. Oh, a little midweeky boy? Yeah, the Wednesday night game. What's, uh, What's the hype on that one, Pete? I know it's hard. It's uh, you know we put so much into each game that it's sometimes hard to try to skip over one for the next. But absolutely, San Antonio—that's uh, the team that last year we beat. Uh, they were the best in the West, and we beat them in a home playoff there, uh, an away playoff game for us, home for them. Uh, I think it was a really uh, an important match in our hit club history, our first playoff win. And they're coming in, and they're right on our heels. And Wednesday night is going to be an amazing night. And so, you know, if you haven't. Uh, Bought tickets to that game. Come on down. Come and support the team. You know, when when people are in the stands, I don't know that they if they understand the impact they have on our players, our coaches, our staff. You know, when we look up and and see uh, that commitment, uh, it just makes everything go deeper uh, for the players, and they don't want to let a single fan down, a, fin- a single supporter down. We really are a big family. So, you know, Wednesday night we do have some great seats still available. Uh, come on down and support. We weren't able to play at home last year, so if you haven't been to a game, come down and and check it out. It's more than soccer, and if you've been to every game, thank you, and we'll see you Wednesday night. I have been to, I guess, every home game in the history of your franchise, so that's an exciting thing. Yeah, um, so you got that in common. <laughs> so the thing, uh, a thing I often take when I'm there is the energy, the ambiance, and the fellowship. Um, everyone will look the part. Everyone will be in dress. Can you stress the importance of going down to the team store and getting your shirt before the game? <laughs> like, I It drives me crazy. <laughs> I will see people walking around. 
and they will they will have like three different outfits on because they came and bought two while they're at the game. Guys, go to the team store. It's open right now. Like, go down there. Get your colors. Hey, well, one, if you're uh, purchasing uh, any of our gear, just a huge thank you, whatever that is, from a, from a jersey to a sticker, everything in between. So just thank you for that. I know it's a, a big commitment. And, you know, we do have merch stands at the game, but I, I will say those lines can get a little lengthy, and sometimes we run out of things. So uh, if you're making a day out of it, come on by the team store down at 3500 Central in Knob Hill. We have all our gear there. The store is all decked out. Um and it's, it's, there's so much energy in the store, over, especially over the last few days. And take care of your merch uh, sooner rather than later so when you're at the game, you can just enjoy every moment of it and, uh, and, and enjoy the scenery and not have to worry about maybe standing in line for a bit to get your merch there. But uh, wherever you get it, however you get it, or even online, um, whatever works for you, we're just thankful that you want to be a part of it and, and show your not just pride uh, for the team, but for your pride for our community tonight. Pete, you know I got a schmedium in every color, and I rock the colors yeah. as much as possible, baby. So I'm Some a of huge fan. Puma schmediums can be a little tight. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking shredded right now. I got me not my United schmedium on as we speak. <laughs> uh, so I'm a huge fan of what you guys do in the community and the you know, Somos Unidos Foundation. What's going on recently, and what's the goal for the foundation going forward? Yeah, the foundation has been an amazing addition because it gives us uh, basically, you know, uh, firepower you know, to go out into our community and, and affect change. And the, the the foundation was set up to create positive outcomes through art and sport. That's generally the, the, the mandate. And where we started on our programming is with our youth academy. So for people that may not, you know, know, or if you've got kids that are playing club soccer, you know, our club system is excellent. We have some tremendous clubs across the state, but there is a gap between the clubs offering and, and, uh, you know, a professional level and, and, uh, and, and essentially what we call an academy. So bringing together the best 20 players that we have between the ages of 15 and 19 and showcasing them. So, We've created that team. It's a hundred percent scholarship, so you can't pay to be on that team. You can't pay for your flights, your bus tickets, um, any anything. Uh, we want to make sure this is about soccer, not about money. And we are traveling that team and competing in the USL Academy. So, for example, our team's traveling to Houston uh, next week to take on the Houston Dynamo's oh, MLS cool. youth team. Uh, we've been playing down in El Paso, and uh, some of these kids are going to be um, end up on the first team. We've got four of them signed to academy contracts, meaning that they can play with the first team and keep their amateur status. I think more likely for for almost all of them, college is a real possibility, and we are getting scouts here in a way that we never were able to before. We had uh, the scout from the University of Washington, Seattle University, spending a week in New Mexico last week scouting our our kids, and that's what we need. We need to get exposure for our for our for our for our young. Uh, you know, our young humans, because we need to create positive outcomes for them. And sometimes that means they need to leave New Mexico and then, and then come back uh, later. But we need to create those opportunities for them, whatever it takes. Anything we missed, Pete, before we let you go? Anything the listener needs to know about? You guys nailed it. I just thought I was going to hype, uh, hype up the game for two minutes. And uh, no, you guys did a great around the horn. I uh, really appreciate how much time you spend with us, you know, you guys have been such an amazing partner. We love, uh, you know, having our games. Um, you know, we, we just love to uh, 
you know the the support you guys are I give every single time, both individually and and as a uh, station. So yeah, thank you for that. And I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody at the game tonight. Hopefully, I get to say hi to everybody and and uh, shake everyone's hand and come together. You know, masks are not if you're vaccinated, they're not mandated. If you uh, if you're you know like to wear a mask, obviously that is you know something that we welcome as well. So we want to make sure you feel safe and. Uh, hopefully we've created that environment for you and we'll see everybody down there tonight. Got probably about 300 tickets left. So if you're going to come, get them now and come on down. You can get two of them from us by calling the show, 505-246-0610. We're going to give away two of them, Van, so that's exciting. Nice. President, CEO, uh, majority owner, and friend of the show and friend in real life, Peter Trevisani, thank you so very much. You got, Hey, make it four tickets for me. Let's, let's double it up. Noted. Right, there we a, go. It's a 4Z now. Bring the fam Let's out. Go, baby. Bring the whole family. I'll tell you what. Good people all around here. Oh, Thanks, Peter. You got it, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll see you tonight. Somos Unidos. Somos Unidos. We're giving away four of them. Peter Trevisani has made me a liar. Four tickets. We're giving away 505-246-0610 on the Graphic Connection Hotline. You call us. We'll just give them to you. It's that easy. Well, I'm at will call, so I guess it's not that easy. So you'll call us on the Graphic Connection hotline, 505-246-0610. You'll say, hey, uh, hey guys, I think I want to take the fam out tonight. I'm, uh, I'm in support of the soccer team. I'm, I'm in support of the pride movement. And and then we will give you the tickets at will call. But if you only want two, you can have two. And then we'll give two more away. But I want a family to call in. Yeah, so I want a, a whole fam to go. I agree. So dealer's choice... 505-246-0610, Graphic Connection Hotline. You call us. You ask for either two or four. If you ask for four, we will give you four, and then it will, we will be done giving. But if you ask for two, then we have to give away two more, so we'll have to take two calls. One or three is not an option. That's not an option. Only two or four. Yes. We would like to give away four <laughs> to a family, but if you only want two, you can have two. One or three is not an option. Hey, do you want to go to the United game tonight? Yes, I do. Hey, do you have three friends that would maybe want to go with you? I don't know. I for certain have one friend, so that would qualify you for the two. Just two then. Yeah. Just two for you. But if you're like, hey, I actually have not just a friend, but I have a best friend with a significant other doing simple math, I would tell you that is three total friends plus yourself for a cumulative of four. Yes. So therefore, you get the four. If you're if you're a husband and wife, and you only have one child, yes, that's three. Don't you dare call and ask for three. No, you ask for four. Ask for four and get little Johnny's best friend. Yes, and you take them to the match. But also ask little Johnny's parents for permission. If you call and ask for three, I'm calling the cops. That okay? And yes. <laughs> that I like not the regular cops either. Congratulations, you're on a list now. Yeah, because you can't do simple. Better not math. ask for one or three. I'll be furious. 505-246-0610. Call the Graphic Connection Hotline. Get your United tickets for tonight. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and we're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon & Boots, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. A little spot we did with Peter Trevisani, President and CEO of the New Mexico United, friend of the show. We're giving away tickets, four of them tonight to the United. If you want them, connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. I think we accidentally hung up on somebody. Oh, did we? So if that's, Shoot, call back. If that's you, we're so sorry. 
callback. I, I was just pushing buttons. Yeah. I was like, what does this one do? Fast fingers. Vital's like, stop touching stuff, Van. I do that when I text. I'll like send the wrong word. It'll change like the entire complexity of the sentence. I'll be like, fast fingers, sorry. <laughs> I'm a creative type. Man, I'm tired of NFL players self-medicating. Why? <laughs> Do you want, like, the Brett Favre reasons or, like... Oh, you're talking about the bad stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about the bad stuff. You're not talking about the good stuff. Oh, there's good stuff? So the NFL and the Players Union awarded a million dollars in grants for researchers to investigate therapeutic potential of marijuana, CBD, and other alternatives to opioids, speaking of Brett Favre, for treating pain. About time. It's about time. Could have did this in the friggin' 70s. People are just getting hammered at halftime because they broke their leg and there's no one there to take their place. You remember when- I think I think this is perfectly timed by the NFL and the Players Union that they're going to support marijuana now that Trevor Lawrence is the number one draft pick because he looks high all the time. They're like, we better legalize this and make it okay for all of our players to use because Trevor Lawrence is going to be high six days a week. There's also, I'm going to try to take you back. This is kind of a niche reference, but you bear with me. Okay. Week one, 2018. Okay, I believe it's a Thursday night. Okay. It's like the opening night of football. Your Green Bay Packers are playing the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers takes uh just takes a knocking at half right before halftime. Yeah. He gets whatever shot they give you, whatever shot. And then the post-game interview, he's high as a kite. Do you recall yeah, this? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. So, uh what's the girl's name on NBC, Michelle uh Whatever, the sideline reporter. Tafoya? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. Sounds right. A lot of Tafoyas in Albuquerque. So I, Michelle wonder if, Tuf- I wonder if they're related. I would assume, like, similar to Genghis Khan if you go back far enough. Sure. But she's like, hey, I thought I was talking about the Bears or something. And he's high as a kite. <laughs> like, he's all, he's like Joe Namath. He's like, I don't kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hair smell like? So don't, if you're prudent, anti-drug, whatever, and by the way, if you are, I'm in support of you. If you hate drugs, I don't hate you for that. Here's the thing. I don't hate drugs. I don't do drugs. Like, I, they hate, like Scouts Honor, Three Fingers Up, or is that Girl Scouts? I mean, I used to do drugs. Okay, here we go. I still do, but I used to too. Okay. <laughs> it's Mitch Hetberg. That's, yes, that's everyone not, knows. That's not a direct quote from Van Vital, Okay. <laughs> Don't call the cops on me. I'm not holding. I ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I don't do any drugs, Vital. Vital, I'm the straightest laced um, shoe that you've ever seen laced up. Well, you do one. The drinking. No, you do two. Okay, the drinking. And caffeine drinking. Caffeine doesn't count. Caffeine is a drug. Yeah, I take uppers all day and downers all night. Yeah. In the form of caffeine and what I call... Uh, Fred juice, <laughs> little Fred Weisers, little Fred Weisers, Fred lights, <laughs> which I need them, man, just to get back to normal. 
need him. It's, I, I see it as too little too late because they could just like Google it. They don't have to form a team and research THC and CBD. The hard work's already been done. Mm-hmm. They could just Google it and find out all the results they need. But you know what? Good for them. Yay. Good for the NFL. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good for the players. Good for Denver and Seattle. Yeah, that part's true. Yeah. Here's my thing. I just want everyone to be as happy and healthy as possible. Is that too much to ask for? No. No, it's not. And I want them to do it in a way that is like safest as possible. Absolutely. Okay. You don't want to be like Cleveland Browns offensive tackle Greg Robinson. Oh, gosh. Who was in so much pain. He had 157 pounds of marijuana to self-medicate. That's So that is different. That's a different thing what you're describing. That wasn't for personal use? No, Van. Oh. Oh, so he was a drug runner. Yes, Van. Oh, I thought he was just in a lot of pain. No, Van. 157 pounds of marijuana's worth of pain? No? <sighs> that was a drug dealer. That's... <laughs> well, he's not a drug dealer. He's a he's a offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Was yeah. an offensive tackle. Who moonlighted... As a drug dealy boy. Well, maybe he was getting it for the whole team. That'd have been really nice of him to share with everybody on the team for all their pain. That's so much drugs. That's more than one football team worth of drugs. I don't know. I do because (laughs) that's 157 pounds of pot marijuana. There's only 53 players on an NFL football team. That is like three three pounds per player. That's perfect. No! <laughs> Do you know how much a pound of pot marijuana is? You, you just said it. It's a pound. Yes! Yeah. Okay. You know whenever you go to the gym and they have a personal trainer who's trying to- Yeah, help giggle. You just keep saying pot marijuana. What would you call it? What century is this? That's what I'm describing. Are you? Did you just watch Reefer Madness? What is that? <laughs> you don't know Reefer Madness? Uh-uh. It's like the black and white cautionary tale of- Kids on Jazz Cabbage. Is it like the 1950s? Like, I, like exactly. Oh, I exactly love that stuff. It, yeah. Like, so I did my senior thesis, Vital, because I have a degree in historical studies. Historically perspective. Thank you. Mm-hmm. On like Cold War propaganda. Same, like Same. Okay. Yeah, same. Exactly. So it's like yeah. the Office of Civil Defense, which doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. Now it's um, FEMA. So like, uh, so anyways, they have all these black and white things that are like, you guys just turtle underneath the desk and the nuclear explosion won't get you. You'll be fine. Is that what this is? Yeah. Yeah, if you smoke weed, the next thing you know, you're going to be listening to jazz music and then jumping off the roof. Is that how it presented it? It's, yeah, exactly how they presented it. You're going to start, you get all loosey-goosey, the next thing you know, you're sexually assaulting your neighbor, then the cops show up and your life's ruined. All from what you refer to as one, a hit. one pot marijuanas. 
<laughs> a little devil's lettuce. A little Satan salad. Here's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> I would rather you have three pounds of fresh, uncut, Gred Robinson pot marijuana. Okay. Then you have three pounds of prescription meth. Yeah, or some farv opiates. Yeah. Some f- Ooh, that was a good one. The bre- far, farbituates. Farbituates. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Farvendorst. And I don't like, I don't smoke weed. Like, I can't say that enough. Like, I don't partake. I don't, I don't eat it. I don't smoke it. I don't shoot it up. I don't know what other things you can do with it. So I don't know the benefits. I don't know how much, I don't know how well it makes you feel. My allergies are bothering me right now. Would that help? If it would, I'll do it. You want an edible? I'll give you an edible. Will it help with my allergies? It'll help everything. That doesn't. Yeah. So now you're in a pyramid scheme. It's a cure-all. But I just stay at the top of the pyramid. It's a snake oil. That's what it is. But I would have to imagine, even if it's not as beneficial as like. You'll you'll still have allergies. (laughs) You'll just be way less bothered by them. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Hey, you can uh, you can smoke one pot marijuana cigarette, or I don't know, just like some purple drink. <laughs> like, no, don't take the liquid codeine. Smoke the marijuana. Yeah, do that. And these NFL guys, like we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, like he, they play for twenty seasons. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. See how high he is all the time. He's high. He's got big, wide eyes too. Yeah. When you see him without the big white eyes, you're like, oh, okay. And the guys that we don't hear about, the guys that play half a season, guys that never get out of training camp, guys that are always on the practice squad, they hurt too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the tale of Lawrence Phillips. So does Michael Stipe. The singer. You're, yeah, yeah. Okay, the musician. Yeah, everybody hurts. It's a good one. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. The NFL already has branding on so many things, right? Yes. Yeah. NFL branded, like you can get it at concession stands at the games. Doobies. Uh, yeah. And then your your concession revenue goes through the roof. Yes. You're everyone, seeing it. Yep. Everyone has the munchies. Yes. And then your uh, your inhibitions are lowered. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're more likely to buy more jerseys and memorabilia. I think the only downfall is people might start eating those foam fingers. That's dangerous. What if they're made edible? Even better. There you go. Problem solved. Well, there never was really a problem <laughs> in the first place. Cotton candy fingers. <laughs> That's so gross. I don't... I don't like the idea of putting my hand into that. I just kind of visualize that. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling it get under my fingernails. I told you I'm high maintenance. Okay, today's varsity. Things you don't want to put your hand in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this is a brilliant idea. And you already have the spokesperson of all spokespersons and Marshawn Lynch. So you put Marshawn Lynch to head the campaign with Josh Gordon. Nah, you gotta do like a public apology to Josh Gordon. Oh, absolutely, do you ruin that man's life because of weed? Yeah, 
Can you, can you imagine loving something so much that you just abandon like all your goals, dreams, aspirations, and sources of income? Oh, we're talking about drugs. He was mentally ill. Well, there's like, that too. He needed it to self-medicate and cure his anxiety so he can go out and do the thing. Isn't that crazy? The NFL's like, no. Yeah. You can't have a naturally growing plant that's existed for all of human history that does no harm whatsoever. Get off our field, you drug addict. We only, we only let we only let Brett Favre yeah. be a open drug addict here. We're not having no weirdos like Zach Grinky out here. <laughs> One more than the varsity. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline five zero five two four six zero six ten. We're playing again with the I-9 Sports, the I-9 Varsity today. Celebrities you want to see box. And we're drinking downtown with Bourbon and Boots. 95.9 FM, AM, 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I don't know if Vital took the phone off the ringer, but we have not given away these United tickets yet. What's going on with the phone line? What's Vital? going on with the phone line, Vital? You call, hey, Vital, you call me right now. Is it one of the buttons that I push? Yeah, what happened? Did I do a thing? Are you call, All right, Vital, you dial my personal number right now. No. 505. So, that's not really my number. That's no, true. that's not. I'm not a 505. No, something else. You guys feel like that's important to like have like a area code of where you live? Do you feel like that's an important thing? You have a tattoo of St. Louis on you, don't you? No, I do not. You don't? No. Not in a place that I could see. That you've seen all the places. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, never mind. Well, Vital, how many times do you think you've seen me in a t-shirt? Oh, a bunch of times. No, you're wrong. I never wear a t-shirt. Yeah, you do. Nah, I don't know about that. I'm wearing one right now, New Mexico Pride t-shirt. Hey, Fred. Five zero five two four six zero six ten graphic connection hotline. Take these United tickets from me. Four. Take them. Take all four of them. 30 years ago today. All right. The Chicago Bulls. Wait, let me hold on. Nope, I don't have it. The Chicago Bulls, led by. Scottie Pippen. Young super all star, Notre Dame fighting Irishman, John Paxson. Oh, stud. Defeated the Los Angeles Lakers for their first title. Is that a fact? 30 years ago today. Shut up. They had some other player. I can't remember his name. He's pretty good. B.J. Armstrong. It's yeah, B.J. It Armstrong. It was Horace Grant. Yeah. It was Horace Grant. That's who it was. Bill Winnington. He had the same, he has the same name as that, uh, that one actor guy. Are you about to do your Michael A. Johnson, Michael B. Johnson bit again? Jordan, actually. So, <laughs> not Olympic 100-meter speedster, Michael Johnson. Speaking of drug addicts, Michael Johnson. Every sprinter in the history of of the Olympics, since they started doping, like testing for doping, has tested positive for doping except for Usain Bolt. Everyone except for Usain Bolt. That's incredible. Yeah. He's a freak. He's a freak. He needs. We need to put him out to stud. Well, no. He, he needs <laughs> to knock up like the 10 greatest athletes alive. That's a whole different varsity. <laughs> I think there was a time when, like, Bill. Russia did breed for, like, athletes, right? There was a time when that kind of thing existed. You're talking about China. They're actively doing They do that, don't they? Yes, now. They're doing it now as we speak. 
Bill Cartwright had a lot to do with the first championship, too. To be fair. To be fair. I haven't seen Yao Ming since he retired. Like, what is Yao Ming doing? Did he say something, like, positive about Taiwan or Hong Kong? Like, God, it's so dark and true. <laughs> Adios. I got a fun one here, okay? Okay. So... There's this new compensation law for like collegiate athletes, okay? Maybe, maybe. Some states already have it. Yes. So UConn men's basketball coach Dan Hurley, okay? Do you remember him from being a player at Duke? Is that right? Am I getting that You're right? You're thinking of Bobby Hurley from Bobby Indiana, Hurley. Indiana. So Dan Hurley is hopeful that legislation passed this week in Connecticut will allow college athletes to profit from the use of their names, images, and likeness, and it will allow them to stay in school. So the school's not going to pay you proper, but now you can like endorse your social media. Correct. Or you can do appearances at car dealerships. Yeah. And NCAA football has to pay you. Mm-hmm. The video game has to pay you. Yes. Yeah, so EA Sports, if they use your likeness, would have to pay you. Correct. I could get you, if I'm, I don't know, Nike... I could get you to put like a swoosh in your haircut mm-hmm. and pay you. Correct. Okay. About time. This is something to me. This is like a very big deal to me. It's a very big deal. Thanks, Ed O'Bannon. The, what? The guy that played Glenn, the, he's, he's, the donut shop manager in Wayne's World? You're thinking of Ed O'Neill. Oh. <laughs> That's Al Bundy. Ed O'Bannon, the O'Bannon brothers, the one that Brandon's dad talks about ad nauseum. Brandon Ortega, friend of the show, started TV and radio, KOB's very own. That very one. He's the first one. He opened the floodgate. He sued the NCAA for making money off of his likeness. Former UCLA Bruin. That's the first domino. Oh, I didn't know that. It was the O'Bannon lawsuit. And now it led to stuff like this. But why is it when you kill a man in battle, it's called heroic, but when you kill a man in the heat of passion... It's called murder. It's a hard segue. It's a very hard segue. It was, uh, it was back to Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy, Glenn. Yeah, the Wayne's World. Wayne's yeah. World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what I'd like to do? Yeah, I know what you like to do. <laughs> I'd like to walk down to his office. Rip his heart from his chest so he should see how black it is before he dies. The guy at the counter's like, I think I'm going to file a grievance with the Indian. <laughs> Wayne's World is such a fire movie. It holds up, too. It's insanely good. Not only is Wayne's World good, Wayne's World 2 is good. It's as good as Wayne's World. And that's so rare. It's insanely rare. From what I've heard. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> from what I've heard. All the Fast and the Furious get better. Yeah, they're all... The, every Fast and the Furious is better than the one that precedes it, and the one that precedes it is the best movie ever made. Okay, that's what people say. Yes. I wouldn't know because I don't watch them because I have a, a rich, full life full of friends and hobbies and interests. How many times have you seen The Wire? Like five times. Okay. <laughs> but that's good. I'm sure Fast and the Furious is great. The... 505-246-0610. Give me your hot takes on Fast and the Furious. Have you really never seen them? 
I saw the first one. All right, hear me out then. And I disliked it. We're, let's marathon them. Ugh, no. I don't watch movies twice. No. From the texter, I would like to see Jim Carrey, Celebrity Box, Will Ferrell. I don't like that one. There's a lot of mental illness in that ring, and I don't like to exploit people. I think Will Ferrell will do it for charity, for sure. From the texter, Dennis Rodman versus Kevin Durant. The Worm versus the Silkworm. That's I like good. that one. That's very That's very good. clever. College athletes should get paid to play basketball. Anything. They should get paid for anything. They're, they've been exploited for decades. If you are a prodigy, like chess player in college, you know what you can get paid. If you're a prodigy musician in college, you know what you can get paid. Baker. Do you want me to keep going? Literally any profession that's not. Esports. Esports. I love esports. Yeah. That's my new favorite thing in the world. I would like to see a politician boxing matches, including media from Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. Those are all very good answers. That's excellent. Yeah. I There would be a bid war to see who could just take swings at, like, Tucker. Anderson Cooper versus Tucker Carlson. The world would stop. That'd be so good. Jake Tapper against somebody else. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got rid of those four tickets. What? We had a winner? Yeah, we have a winner. Who's our big winner? Amanda. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, Amanda. Take her family to the game. Oh, all right. Make sure I get her contact. You got her contact information. Yes, I should. Okay, because I don't. I, Otherwise, I, it's going to be very <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. at Will Call. Because lots of listeners now know to go and ask. I'm here for my tickets. My name is Amanda. So are 8,900 yeah. people. What's What makes you special? Somebody walks in and they're like, I'm here for Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> like, your, no. name's, your name's Russell. Look, Rick. Today's varsity, the I-9 varsity, celebrity boxing that we want to see. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. We're having drinks. We're having them downtown with bourbon and boots, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Back, back on the program. Today's I-9 Varsity. Contact I-9 Sports. 505-312-4999 or League Office 280 at i9sports.com. You mess with I-9 at all, man? Love it. It's the best little youth program in Albuquerque. I mean, they go to Rio Rancho, they go to Edwood, they do them all. But it's development. It's not about skill level. It's about fellowship. I-9 Sports, check them out. It is a world of fun over there. Also, they're they're playing it really safe. Hey, that's a really good slogan. They're playing, and they're playing it safe. So. You can have that one for free. You can have that one. Friends of the show get our intellectual property for free. Yes. Also, start your kid in baseball. Do that. All right. Today's I-9 Varsity Celebrity. <laughs> celebrities you want to see box okay right. yes you want me to go first or do you want to go first hit it all right i want michael strahan to catch one in that gap tooth oh that's, that's so important that's to me excellent one <laughs> yeah that's excellent okay that's a very good start okay bill cosby versus harvey weinstein all right those are brilliant those are because they're both celebrities yeah one of them is dead Oh, that's a good one 
Wait, which one? Harvey Weinstein. Is he dying? I don't know. I thought I think he's in jail. Okay. He's alive. They're both alive and they're both in jail. So you're going bare knuckle like prison rules. Correct. Okay. I got Lena Dunham. Okay. I hate her. Why do you hate her so much? Her face? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Her face is very hittable. So I want to see her face gets hit. So I got Lena Dunham. Okay. How about Gwyneth Paltrow versus Amber Heard? Okay, that's very good. They're both awful. They're both the worst. Okay, I'm in on that one. I think I think I want to see the next meal that Amy Schumer eats be a knuckle sandwich. So I'm going to put Amy Schumer on my list. Amy Schumer was also on my list. Okay, that's someone I want to see because of her super hittable face. I want to see Kim Jong-un versus Donald Trump. Yeah, that's very good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you remember... Dorian Tyrell, who was the villain in 1994 as The Mask. Yes, of course. I just want to see him get laid out. You want to see him catch one? Because his face is so hittable. So put him on the list. He's also very punchable in another movie. What is it? I can't remember. I don't even know his real name. Okay. I got a good one. Okay. But it's going to be like... Royal Rumble, eight people enter, no one leaves. All of the Kardashians. Okay, yeah. Just fight it out at once. On each other? Yeah, on each other. None of them can hit. Only, only. Well, they Rob, can. Rob could hit. You think? Yeah. I doubt it. I see it in him. Yeah. Fingernails are okay. Hair pulling's okay. Mm-hmm. Eye gouging's okay. Sea punching's okay. Yeah. Would you like to see someone just drop hammer fist on Lou Diamond Phillips? I'm indifferent to Lou Diamond Phillips. His face to me just You just don't like his I just face? I just want to see his face. Yeah, so super punchable face. Driven into the ground where it becomes soil for a pot marijuana. <laughs> see, I think I'm doing celebrity boxing and you're doing punchable faces. Yeah, yes. right? We're doing two different gigs here. All right, sticking with the Kardashians. Okay. And since it's June. Yeah. How about Caitlyn Jenner versus Elliot Page? Yeah, that's very good because Elliot Page is cut. <laughs> and Caitlyn Jenner. Elliot Page got shredded fast. Oh my gosh, yes. Elliot Page. Elliot's jacked. Is jacked. Yeah. And as Jimmy Kimmel pointed out, Caitlyn Jenner looks like Donald Trump with a wig. Yes. So that's a very good fight. But Donald Trump looks like Donald Trump yeah. with a wig. I want a rear naked choke, Gabe, from the office. And I just want to see the life escape his eyes as I ride his collapsing body to the mat and watch him surrender, not just in the fight, but hopefully in life. See, I'm I'm still doing celebrity boxing, and you fastly went into murder fantasies. Yes. Also sticking with the Kardashians. <laughs> I want to see... The old Kanye versus the new Kanye mm-hmm. box. Okay. Which instead of putting his foot in his mouth, he just punches himself in the face. 
Okay, I'm into this. Yeah. I want to see Jaden Smith just catch a backhand Jade. off like a concerned mother. <laughs> and I just like no gloves, just right across his upper cheekbone, down through his lower jaw in a downward striking backhand motion and watch Jaden Smith just fall to the ground. He could catch one. Yeah. He can catch one for sure. Very hittable face. All right. Undercard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But we're getting closer to the main bout. Justin Bieber versus Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, this is a good one. And here's the problem, though. They look exactly alike. Got to get different trunks. So you don't know who to cheer for. <laughs> if they're in the same trunks, it'd be very confusing. It's also like Star Wars rules because you have Padawan and Master. So this is like a passing of the torch. Yes. This one, but it, instead of traditional boxing, you're sitting in interview chairs, and it's just like different guests just wailing into Dr. Phil. Oh. Just like body shot, body shot, body shot, and you watch all the devastation internally. So I want Dr. Phil in a celebrity boxing match. You do this every week. <laughs> Dr. Phil versus Oprah was going to be my number one. That's very good. That's my title bout right there. Dr. Phil versus Oprah. I would like to see a real crazy one too. If you gave me like like hot girl crazy, if you put like Amanda Bynes out there and just let her go crazy on like, what was the name of the girl from Mean Girls? Just let them just Lin cat fight. Lindsay Lohan? Yes. And you rub a little bit of meth on their gums before they go out there? These get real weird. Yeah. Also, and I think I've talked about this before, I don't mean to cut you off, Justin Long one time stole a girl from me at a bar. Ooh. So I want to see Justin. I, I want a celebrity box Justin Long because I owe him one. It's gotten personal real fast. You got one more. Don't say Taylor Swift. I would never say Taylor okay. Swift. Honey Boo Boo. Snooky. Nick Cannon. I'm just I'm throwing well, my, off. my title bout is Oprah versus Dr. Phil. Okay, I'm gonna go with Progressive, who's the girl from like Flo, the progressive girl. I want her on the list. Versus Jake from State Farm. Love that. <laughs> Any final words, man? No, versus the Verizon guy. Yeah, that guy. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke. The preceding show has been a paid commercial advertisement. The views expressed do not reflect those of this station, its ownership, or management.